0: Working those jobs that I've worked, I've realized like I hate working for people, and half the time I'm like working my hardest and not getting anything in return. And it's like people who are half-assing the job are just like going up, and you know, and it's just like this is backwards. Yeah, Yeah, this is so backwards, and I'm not with it. So
1: I think that's the like unsaid benefit when you are an entrepreneur it's like people talk about oh the money the fame and all this other mm-hmm. stuff but it's just freedom like that's freedom exactly. to do what you want yeah. and exactly. to get the returns on the investment of
2: time and energy that you put mm-hmm. into it i really feel like that's the dream yeah. Not, yeah not even just like having the wife and kids or what you know whatever that like looks like in your life mm-hmm. and the like American the house dream. and yeah. like, the white picket fence or whatever that bullshit is yeah i think it's more just like because like you're saying yeah financial years. freedom because like Yes, we are free in America, but right. like are we really free? Right. Like there's all these like little things roll it down. Yeah. Five, four, three, two, one,
3: zero.
2: Welcome back everyone to another installment of Bindalism, a philosophy to a self sufficient lifestyle. On this week's podcast, Kyle and I interviewed the one and only Olivia Luciani. Olivia is the owner and creator of the shoe customization and restoration brand Lace by Liv. Olivia is originally from Syracuse, New York, but started her entrepreneurship journey in 2015 when she was in school at Buffalo State. Through our talk, we discovered the path Olivia took through trial and error to become a full-time working entrepreneur. She currently designed shoes for WNBA stars, including local legend, Brianna Stewart of the Seattle Storm. Lace by Liv has become a local staple for shoe customs and restorations, but has also slowly begun to gain some national attention. We are beyond grateful to share Olivia's story with you, and we hope you enjoy episode 35 with Olivia Luciani.
0: Should I put my water down because it's branded? (laughs) No, that's fine.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Fuck (laughs) Dasani. All right,
0: no, that's no sponsor. (laughs) Tape over it. All right,
2: cool. So we're here with Olivia Luciani. For episode thirty-five, maybe thirty-four. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> it's <not> thirty-five. Before. <laughs> I think it's thirty-five. Yeah, damn, time flies. Um, and we're here to talk about her awesome project, which she'll talk about in a second. Um, well, why don't you introduce yourself to everyone? Kind of let everyone know. Mm-hmm. Who you are, what you do, and then we can kind of get okay. into.
0: So I'm Olivia Luciani, like you said. I own Laced by Live, which is a custom sneaker business based out of Syracuse, New York.
2: Awesome.
1: How um, old are you right now?
0: 26.
1: Okay. And when did you when did you start this?
0: Four years ago, I started in college, but okay. then I went full time last year. So I took a break after I graduated for two years, worked full time two years, and then realized like this is what I want to be doing. Mm-hmm. So I saved up my money, quit my job, and then pursued this full-time.
2: Wow. So what were you doing prior to this Working project? at Nike.
0: Retail. Where? Where? In Niagara Falls.
2: Okay. So they have, like, a full just Nike store mm-hmm. there? Okay. And you're just, like, a retail associate, yeah. basically? Um,
0: Footwear specialist, they categorized okay. me <laughs> so as. But, so
2: what were your, like, job duties um, in that position?
0: Basically just fr- bring the customer from start to finish, like, try to... Get them in the best suitable shoe for their needs, and okay. make sure they have a positive experience while doing so.
2: Awesome! So, were you interested in like shoe like footwear to begin with prior to that job?
0: Yeah, since I was a little kid, I always wanted like the best Jordans and Air Forces. That was like my shoe back to school. So awesome! I've always been into sneakers.
2: Yeah, uh, what was your like? What was your first? What was the first shoe that like put you on to just like?
0: Um. Well, I would just say Air Force Ones were huge back in like you could go to Foot Locker back in the day and they would have like every colorway. But so that was just like my favorite. But then I got into Jordans, which now they're re-releasing, and I had back when I was little. So
1: yeah. Were you in the game with all like the flipping, buying shoes, and then flipping it for cash?
0: No, you were more in the
1: like the design of it.
0: Yeah, I just yeah, I just liked what I liked. Hmm. But flipping that resell game isn't... That's pretty new.
1: Oh, it is? Yeah. yeah. I'm really, like, out of... Unfamiliar it's, with it. All, the yeah.
0: I started,
2: like, re-releasing, like, Jordans and stuff. And people realized that, like, they could make a lot Because yeah. they would sell out the really The value quick.
0: will increase. If
2: you buy it, like, a buy a bunch in a certain, like, shoe size. Say, like, a ten and a half. Like, mm-hmm. something... Like, the, the average size for a guy, if you just bought up a bunch of them, you could just resell them for more online. Mm-hmm. Because, like, they ran out... In so Jordan like, is like um they support
1: that? No. No they don't.
0: No, but like it's become such a thing that people own open their own stores and oh, wow. have resold resell value shoes basically. So stuff that's released and the value's increased and they sell it for that increased value. Hmm. So yeah. Whereas a Foot Locker can't do that. They have to sell it for retail. Makes sense. Yeah.
2: Yeah, like, those people are, like, actively actually, like, buying it with their money mm-hmm. and then reselling it in their store.
0: Which there's a lot of money in it. It's just oh, yeah. It pisses people off who are true collectors and actually want to wear the shoe, and there's this, like, little rich kid who's buying 20 pairs when somebody actually really wants to wear, wear it. them, and oh, he's just true. selling them. Yeah,
2: and it's mm-hmm. it's such an interesting, like, I don't know if you want to call it a fad, but I guess it's, like, an industry now of yeah. just resale. It 100%
0: but, is. But
2: it's, like... I know friends who are collect shoe collectors, but they wear the shoes, and then there's other people who buy them, and they never come out of the box, and mm-hmm. I'm like, you're, like, defeating the whole purpose of yeah, the shoe at right. this point, like...
0: There's some people who do both. They'll buy one to rock, one to stock, so one that they never mm-hmm. touch that'll increase, and there's money. Like, I know people who have, like, bought houses because of, <laughs> From their sneakers, yeah. So... That's insane. Yeah, it really is crazy. Mm-hmm.
2: I don't... Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I, I mean, I guess like anybody could get into that game if they wanted to. Like, granted, they know the right things to do. Mm-hmm. But I but even know. that's
0: becoming so. It's
2: super saturated. Yeah, yeah, I would say it's pretty saturated at this mm-hmm. point. Like, if you're trying to get in the game now, it's like maybe it's kind of. There's too many people. To, yeah. You. Um. Yeah. I don't know. I would probably want to spend my money in a different way. Yeah. Personally, <laughs> obviously, I'm I'm not a shoe collector, so.
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> So to backtrack a little bit,
1: um, you are saying that you started this when you were in college. Yeah. Uh, what college did you go to?
0: Buffalo State.
1: Okay. Played and basketball there. Nice. Yeah. So uh, what do you major in?
0: Communications. I switched my major five times, actually.
2: Oh, shit.
1: <laughs> Pretty
0: <Yeah>. und- <laughs> yeah, indecisive. Okay. Can you
1: take us through the...
0: Yeah, yeah so, well, okay, we'll backtrack like? even <laughs> further <laughs> to high school. So, like, since fifth grade, I wanted to be an architect. That's just what I had my mind set on.
2: Like building houses or like... Designing w- Just Just any building.
0: Yeah, any building okay. I was fascinated with. So high school came, senior year came, Time well, junior year, really, applying for colleges. My art teacher lost my portfolio. Oh, shit. Yeah, they were like redoing our whole... They were doing something of the art room and my portfolio got lost somewhere. <laughs> So, oh, shit. yeah, they couldn't find it. We had to go all the way to the school board, everybody, like through every step we could take to get somebody to try to find it. And they never found it. So I had to, you know, you need a portfolio to apply for right architecture school. So, so is
2: this like your portfolio of all of high Everything. school? And this was Everything. your senior year?
0: Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, nightmare. yeah, so I just made the decision to go to Buff State for one year I planned.
1: So, because they lost your portfolio, you couldn't get into uh, architecture I couldn't even apply. Oh, wow. Because
0: you, yeah. Okay. So, um, God damn. I'm like, I'm going to focus on just going to Buff State for one year. Uh, the coach had contacted me for basketball and everything, so I'm like, all right. But my mom was like, you know, go in with an open mind. You might like it. And I ended up loving it. But because I was so set on architecture, they didn't have that. They had interior design. Mm-hmm. So, I went with that. And then... The first day, the teacher's like, "If your heart isn't 100% in this, leave now. You're gonna spend thousands of dollars. You're gonna be up in the middle of the night at the studio." And I'm like, "Okay, no." So scared, You're yeah. Like, not, not and they said that. we couldn't play like sports. Oh, so I'm like, "No." So that was my first one. My first major it was literally for like a week, and then I switched to um, health and wellness. Then I switched to independent studies. Then I switched to social work. And then I <laughs> switched to communications. Was this
2: all within the first year of college? No,
0: this was throughout.
2: Okay. What drew you to communications?
0: I felt like that was the only thing I hadn't tried. Yeah, um, yeah. But just I'm a very outgoing person and easy to communicate with. So I just liked the concept of that aspect, the PR aspect, stuff like that. So I gave it a shot. It was, mm-hmm. it was fun. But...
2: What, I mean, would you? What was like the most beneficial um, part of college? Like, what major? Like, what set of classes do you feel like you've used the most, or do you feel like um, you've used stuff from every class, like every area that you've? Honestly, kind of just
0: networking, into? like just meeting so many people. That school is pretty big, and I I would say I knew like majority of the people on campus. So. Damn. Yeah, so just networking, and I love meeting new people. So was well,
1: well, that that's not UV
2: right? <clears throat> no, Buff State
1: is UV
0: like, is huge. They have two yeah, separate I was campuses. Say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. So Buff State still has like sixteen thousand, which is a pretty big yeah. for. A so how did for a how
2: did you school? meet all these people? Like, was it like you just actively like talking to anyone that like came up to you, or like what so, kind of things?
0: Um, because I played basketball, that was like. I don't know how to, like, you just are friends with all the athletes, pretty much. Mm -hmm. And then there's this place called the Union, which is where all the food places are. And we would just, like, in between classes, hang out there. And then everybody would come up. And, you know, if you're sitting with another team, their friends come up. So you meet them, and it's just, yeah. Yeah. Mm
1: -hmm. I feel like being in athletics, you have a lot of influence on the culture.
0: Plus, our coach had us go do different things with different teams and stuff like that. So we were introduced to a lot of people.
2: What division is Buff stays at? D3. D3, okay. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. what was playing D3 basketball like?
0: It was so much fun.
2: Were, was Buff State, like, a good,
0: are yeah. they a good team? Yeah. Are they
2: still, like?
0: No, they're not anymore. We were ranked nationally. Oh, wow. Yeah, we were really good. Um we made it to the championship my freshman year and then the semifinals two years in a row after that. So, we were pretty good. Um what position? Shooting guard. But senior year I had to play point guard cuz our point guard left mid like without telling anybody, but Oh shit. Yeah, but it was fun. We had to travel, stay in hotels, go to like Florida every other year. It was fun. That's awesome. Yeah.
2: Do you feel like anything from playing basketball is, like, carried over into what you're doing now?
0: 100%. It's, like, confidence and leadership. Just being able to, I don't know, just feel confident talking to people, meeting Mm. new people. All Um, the
1: soft skills.
0: Yeah.
2: They definitely have a huge impact.
0: Definitely. And the amount of people you meet through basketball. like.
2: True. You're always at, like tournaments and... Yeah, the and then kind of some stuff.
0: people end up, like, a lot of... I played and practiced with a lot of guys who are now, like, elite-level players, mm-hmm. so...
1: Especially being the shoe business. Mm-hmm. It's a very good...
0: They go hand-in-hand. Yeah. Hand. yeah. So that's helped a lot, especially... My business is really word-of-mouth, so... As well as, like, social media, but... Um, getting... You, sorry. There no, you're good. Just, like, getting people who... I've grown up playing basketball with who are at the higher level who come back and get stuff done for me.
1: As far as what?
0: Sneakers.
3: Sneakers,
0: oh, yeah. Yeah. So like, Brianna Stewart, who's in the WNBA, she, I do her shoes. Nice. Which are yeah. on national TV. So.
1: So what is, like it, that. <clears throat> is it that you actually do with the shoes? I
0: paint them, um, whatever they want, like characters, like cartoons, change the color. I can do... People's faces, so if somebody passed away, a lot of people get, like, tribute pairs done. So, stuff And this like is that. all
2: just hand-drawn?
0: Airbrush or hand-drawn. Okay. hmm
2: So, have you Damn. always, like, I know you've you been doing design, but, like, this is kind of, I feel like this is kind of more, like, art.
0: Yeah, this is I mean, is I know art
2: and design kind of go hand-in-hand, hand, but, like, this is more on that art side. Like, yeah. have you always been super artistic? I have as, like, been. For your whole life?
0: Yeah. I've always been able to draw... Always liked painting, but like I said, I was so focused on being an architect that I never explored any other aspect yeah. of art. Really,
2: it's like an untapped talent. Yeah. Do you feel that? I mean, obviously, this is kind of in hindsight now, but now that you're doing what you're doing now, um, would you ever want to know what it would be like to do the architect side of things?
0: No. Not anymore. I've pretty much outgrown that. Mm. I had to get over it fast once right. I got the news that I didn't have a portfolio. But um, I do think of it time to time, but I love what I'm doing.
1: What is it that um, draws you in so much to what you're doing right now?
0: So it's really the best of both worlds. Like I've always liked shoes, so putting, dealing with different shoes every day and then putting my creative ability on them is just there's so much you can do. Every day is different for me.
1: So having that like independency is mm-hmm.
2: what you value most. Yeah. So what was like the, f- what was the first shoe you did that got you thinking like, oh, I could do this. Like I could
0: keep um, doing this. So when I started, it was me and two friends who started it. And this was back when it wasn't, where it is now, it's pretty. It's pretty big now. Mm-hmm. Sneaker customizing, but when we started, we started targeting like underground, like rappers and stuff. So like before Fetty Wap was huge, we contacted him. Just right. DM. Yeah, through DM. It was so easy, and he would respond.
2: That's a good <laughs> man. That's <laughs> yeah.
3: so sick.
1: <laughs>
0: Ray Shremmerd, um, people like that. Bryson Tiller, yeah. K Camp. And we got a hold of them.
2: How were you—what were you saying in these messages?
0: Like, um, hey, <laughs> this is so-and-so. We're college students who just start our own business. Let us know if you want any free custom—like, we would do it for free. Okay. Free custom sneakers. Um, uh, so they would get back to us. So Fetty Wop got—all of them got back to us.
2: Were, were um, you surprised that, like— the response We were so
0: excited, You're like, oh shit, yeah, we're <laughs> like, okay, we could be big. So, but we're college students, this is the first time right. we're doing this, and it's like we had no idea business wise what we were doing, so both of those fell through. We never just, we just never. Got the shoes for them.
2: Did you actually do any shoe designs prior to reaching out and being yeah, like, yeah, hey, yeah. can we? No, yeah, we <laughs> okay. knew what we were doing. Okay, I, I was like, were you just like trying to <laughs> no. see if people would even like no. bite on it? Trolling them, <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> <No>. <laughs> just kidding. No, so
2: what, like, how many like pairs of sho- I mean, maybe you've done a lot prior to that, but like,
0: prior to prior to like starting to reach out? out, yeah. Oh, we still did probably about like. 50 or so okay because we would do kids on campus they would just let us experiment with their shoes so you just
2: like reach out to people on campus and be like hey like
0: yeah and then people would come to us and like hey i heard you do this so we we were cleaning shoes fixing them up and then started painting them so our my i lived in a suite like an apartment Mm -hmm. it was just filled with all these kids beat up shoes that (laughs) we were just experimenting (laughs) with so we just we we tried back then Um, and then it just, people go their separate ways, so it became just me doing it, and then by that time, it was time to graduate, so I'm like, this isn't enough to support me, like, I need to find a full-time job. So, working a full-time job exhausts you, and you don't want to do anything else when you get home, or you want to have a social life, you know, you had to pick.
2: Yeah, it's a struggle, (laughs) So...
0: (laughs) I kind of got lost in that and stopped doing shoes. I would do, like, one or two here and there, but I wasn't, like, working how I should. And then one day I just decided, like, I want to go back to doing shoes. Like, this this is what I want to do. And then...
3: Is
1: that when you quit your, like, 9 to 5? Yeah. What were you doing for that?
0: At Nike. Yeah.
1: Oh, right.
3: Okay.
0: Yeah, so I left uh, December, the last day, December 2017, so January 1st would be... My first day full time. Hmm. So I was straight, I was living in uh, Grand Island, New York, which is in between Buffalo and Mm -hmm. Niagara Falls. Okay. Just Um, on your own? Yeah. Well, I had a roommate. Is
2: that where you're living because of college? Yeah. Okay.
0: Um, So I was living in Buffalo and then I moved to Grand Island because I was working at Nike. So it was like closer and I have family in Niagara Falls. Um, So then I moved there and I was just working out of my apartment and then. Um, moved to Niagara Falls, and now I'm here because I just I've wanted to come back to Syracuse. I've lived in Buffalo for six years, so I'm like, I wanted to come back to Syracuse, and I have a lot of connections here. So,
2: were um, they untapped connections, like people you didn't even like think to, here? Yeah.
0: Um. Not really. I've always remained in contact with certain people, but being back has definitely like opened more doors for me. Got it. Yeah.
1: So you were saying before when you were reaching out to like Fatty, um, mm-hmm. it kind of fell through.
0: Fatty, first name. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the boy. More boys. Yeah, <laughs> um,
1: So you said it fell through because of business reasons.
0: Just because we weren't professional enough, basically. So like he wanted stuff done, but we kept pushing it off and pushing it off. And you were broke college students, you know, and mm-hmm. buying shoes for him wasn't our top priority. So, okay, it was our fault completely. Was he and trying he to, like, upscale? Up? Oh, true. No, he was cool. He said he had never owned a pair of Jordans. Like, he <sighs> was very cool. And then so
2: did, he popped off. did he, like, yeah. ask for an expensive pair that you guys just, like, weren't able to follow through
3: on? Well,
0: at the time, yeah, he had mentioned, like, a uh, Jordan that we would have had to pay resale value for. Oh. Yeah, so it wasn't like he he was, like... Hey, let me get an Air Force One or something like that. It yeah. was, like, an expensive shoe, so. Hmm.
2: So th- then you have to make that choice. Yeah. Of, so did you reach back out and basically say, like, we can't do this?
0: Or no, I don't think we did. just
2: <laughs> say nothing? I think, well, I think <laughs> what
0: happened was we pushed it off for so long. When we finally tried to reach out again, he didn't open the message because mm-hmm. he was big, like, right. he, he like, had already yeah. came out with, like, Trap Queen or whatever, yeah. so.
1: And then at the time when you did reach out, like he wasn't that big, so you were like, "Oh, whatever, yeah, let it go." Shit.
0: Yeah.
2: Hey man, I mean that's
1: just you how live shit and learn. Goes. Yeah, so. Why Fetty though? Did you have like foresight seeing? So like-
0: me, I've always been like, low key trying to like find talent for some reason. Like I would be on YouTube just like looking up talent, and I would go on Instagram and just find these like underground. People who I knew were, like, like I knew he was already signed. I knew right. he was going to be something, but not enough people knew of him where it was, like, I couldn't reach out, you know, like, where he wouldn't see the message. Like, I knew I would be able to make mm-hmm. that connection, but...
1: All these, like, subtle skills that you might not, like, yeah. at first glance know about, yeah. but it's, like, it, it means so much, like, mm-hmm. at the bottom, um, in, the, in, the, in the end, yeah, basically, for exactly. you
0: and your business. Exactly. So, yeah. S- so, <laughs>
2: That initial like reach out, you didn't do shoes for any of those people.
0: Um, we ended up doing shoes for K Camp. Oh, this is another thing I would do is we would have Spring Fest, which is our concert every yeah. year, and I would reach out to whoever was coming to perform. So I knew K Camp was coming, and I would research his manager, every, anybody affiliated with him, so I could get that connection, which we did. So we did do shoes for K Camp, and I was actually put on his promotional team. So that was kind of cool. Like his manager always remained cool with me. And he said, if he ever like came, I could go to a concert, which we did do. That's so awesome. that was cool. And then um, Bryson Tiller as well. Because so, he came to Buff State.
2: So did they wear the shoes that you did for that show? Or it would, no, it they just, were
0: bougie. They yeah. were yeah. They're like we have our outfits picked out. Got you it. know how that goes. But so
2: did you try pitching that? Like oh maybe you can wear them at the show. Yeah. And then they're like nah. <laughs>
0: after after they were done, we were like yeah. wear them, and then they're like no, we're like really, but
2: that would have been sick. Yeah, we
0: got pictures with them.
2: Okay, that's fair.
0: Cool enough, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Even a <laughs> and we we had backstage passes and stuff. So
3: oh,
2: okay.
0: Yeah. I mean,
2: so, I mean the perks of yeah, your own. Truly scheming that <laughs> yeah. whole thing. That's pretty oh, sick. Yeah, <laughs> that was
0: back in college. Like I really wish I would have taken it so much serious, like more serious back then because the people who did start when I started are huge now. But Everybody has their own. In path, terms so. of
2: like the shoe customized
1: yeah. game.
0: Yeah. Okay. Like hundreds so of So you've been paying attention to like
2: other people doing
1: this oh, yeah. when you
0: started. Mm-hmm. Okay. So
1: good. when you started, it was still like an up up and coming kind of culture yeah, around it? Yeah,
0: definitely it was. And
1: so now there's more more competition?
0: Oh, yeah. There's like these famous customizers who work with celebrities on a daily basis. And you
2: know. I've, I've seen some like, mini-docs. I think maybe Vice has done something, but, like, mm-hmm. where, like, there's people who, like, strictly, sp- like, s- um, specialize in, like, just shoe cleaning alone. You can just yeah. bring your shit in, and it's, like, mm-hmm. it's got, like, that barbershop feel where, like, oh, you bring where- it in. It's, yeah. like, super old-timey, and, like, yeah, people have, like, taken in it in L.A. To-
0: they have a bunch of those shops.
2: Yeah. So, do you think that, like, the- Syracuse is the future of where you could be, or, like, do you see yourself... M- expanding out like outside um, of here because like this market's kind of small you know? it is so.
0: yeah so i probably will eventually move out i don't want to necessarily stay here the rest of my life um but for right now i want to like build here because i've built in buffalo for so long i just i want to build where i'm from and then see where that takes me
1: and now when you say build what exactly are you doing to do that
0: just um trying to like Pretty much take over here, like, be known as the shoe customizer in Syracuse and work with teams around here and just really build my brand here.
1: So given that there's a lot mm-hmm. of different competition now because it's grown so big, mm-hmm. what, what's the one thing that kind of sets you apart from everyone else?
0: Um, in being in Syracuse or just in general?
1: In general as a brand?
0: Um, That's a great question. Honestly, just... I mean, I would say, like, my attention to detail is very very different than most. I have a very interesting way of visualizing stuff. And because I'm not as famous now, my wait time is way less than those people. Mm, so true. just the accessibility, I would say, too. So,
2: like, your turnaround time from an order to, like, finish product?
0: My turnaround time is still long. It's six weeks right now because okay. I am very busy. Yeah. But, like, celebrity customizers are, like, months and months to a year yeah oh so wow. yeah just because it's for the name like you're getting it for but the y- name
2: do you you foresee yourself being in that position hopefully
0: yeah so, I mean the goal would be to have my own store eventually
2: so do you, have you met other people who I mean are you actively working with anyone locally that's also doing this that like you're teaming with or are you nah. strictly just alone
0: yeah no I'm alone
2: do you plan on ever having like people working no. with you it, this is just solo yeah
0: i've it's had like too AD many art. bad experiences mm-hmm. with people that just felt hard to, it's
2: hard to like yeah. rely on other people and
0: for sure like we were talking about earlier people's just motivation and ambition is just so wishy-washy some people are just they don't they don't yeah, care yeah.
1: and especially with something like this you got to put your heart and soul into it
0: yeah and with it's so unique like People are looking, they're coming to me for my artistic ability. So mm-hmm. if I had somebody else, it
1: they wouldn't be necessarily wouldn't be the getting same. the same thing.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. Okay. So you were talking about like your vision or visual
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. of how
1: you approach your art. Because at the end of the day, this is ab- about your art. Right. Um, I mean, it's on, on the shoe, but yeah. Graphic design I think, is your forte with this. Um, what exactly do you mean by it? your your vision to this is unique?
0: Um, Just how I put stuff together. So people can come up... People can say they want 20 different things on a shoe and I'll make it work.
3: Mm. Whereas
0: some people would be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, this is too much. Too much, yeah. yeah. So, like, I'll be able to... If somebody says, like, certain things, I'll be able to put it together immediately in my head and whoa. think of, like, a concept to tie it all together.
1: Cause, so, like, the cohesion with all the different yeah. pieces. I
0: mean, sometimes it is kind of crazy. Like, no, that's going to look like a... Paper mache or something, but...
1: <laughs> Do you have an example of a project you've had in the past where you were able to put all these pieces together?
0: Um, I mean, if you just go on my Instagram, it, pretty much all of them are just, like... You can, you'll be able to tell, like, what... Like, for example, Nipsey Hussle, who passed away, mm-hmm. the rapper, a lot of people wanted those customs, and I've done three different ones, which all are very different, because I just... I knew a lot about him, so I was able to tie in different things, but just... That, for example, whereas some other people might just do the same design for all mm-hmm. three people.
3: Oh, okay. I you know? got it. So, like,
0: every
2: piece you do is unique yeah, to the one One before of one, yeah. It'll never be mm-hmm. repeated.
0: And if people do want the same thing, I'll say, I'll do it similar, but something's gonna be different.
2: I like that. Yeah. That also causes, like, I mean, not that I think you're trying to do it this way, but like, if people were to say they want to resell their customs that you right. made and say you you know your famous name and customize yeah. like it's a one of one mm-hmm. of that shoe now so it's probably worth way more
0: right yeah, that could happen. I wonder if people do do that <clears throat> with I don't know. famous ones I don't know yeah it's hard to tell but yeah I mean that's the great thing about customizing is you can't go on nike.com and get what you can. From a customizer. Right. It's specific to that person.
2: So do people come to you with a pair of shoes <clears> that they already have that they want to customize? Or are
0: you buying them for them? No, you? people always provide the shoe. Okay. And they have to be new.
1: How much would you, how much do you charge?
0: My minimum is 140 and it goes up from there. So I would say the range would be like 140 to 300
1: Okay, and what kind of determines how much your price uh, is? The
0: difficulty, how long it'll take me. The material of the shoe, because each shoe... I mean, each material requires a different procedure of how I do it, basically.
1: Okay, um, yeah, you said airbrush, like, line work. Not
0: even that, but, like, there certain materials. So if it's a mesh shoe, it's different than a leather shoe, mm-hmm. which is different uh, okay. than a rubber, you know, stuff like that.
2: So I guess, like, I, I kind of want to, like, visualize, like, your <coughs> process. Like, w- take us through, I don't know, just, like, a hypothetical scenario. Say I bring in my shoes. Like, what... what from me giving you a shoe till you like handing me it back, like what's that process look like?
0: So typically before even before you hand me the shoe, we'll talk about the design. So okay. I can give you a price. Then when I get the shoe, um, it kind of sits for a couple weeks because I have a lot of orders right now. But then before I start, I'll reach back out. We'll go over a final game plan. Some people want a draft, so I'll like photoshop something just so they can get a visual. Mm-hmm. And then I just work on it, Um, and then it takes me one to two, one to three days sometimes to do a shoe, depending on how complicated it is and how detailed, and then I'll take pictures, and if you're local, I'll meet up to give them back. If not, I'll ship them.
1: Got it. So now with the design process, is this something you design on the computer, and then you try to transfer it to the shoe, or Mm you just kind of... Um, Freestyle.
0: Yeah, I kind of... I mean, I come up with a plan in my head first and then go from there, really. I mean, if people ask for a mock-up, I'll go online to do it, but... Hmm.
1: That's hmm. cool. Super <laughs> organic, like, on the spot. Yeah. Just let the creative I definitely, juices flow. I mean, I
0: definitely come up with a concept. Otherwise, <laughs> I'll get lost, but... Yeah, I try to plan ahead as much as I can.
2: Yeah, so, definitely. do you say you're working on a shoe, are you just working on this one shoe start to finish before you go to another one? Or are you working on multiple shoes at the same time?
0: Uh, usually just the one, but if like the paints, I have to wait between coats and stuff, I'll start prepping the other shoes. So like I have to strip the companies like Nike, put a finish around the shoes. You have to strip mm-hmm. that off so that the paint will stick to it. Got it. So I'll prep it. If I have to tape off certain areas, I'll tape that off while the paint's drying just so, so i you're can
2: multitasking yeah sense so i'm not just sitting efficient. around mm-hmm. so would you say like over time since you like have gone full-time your efficiency has gotten like better way, way better. better yeah
0: it used to take me probably like a week to do some shoes okay but i've had to get more efficient just right. because Demand. i don't want my wait list mm-hmm. yeah yeah damn to get too out of hand yeah
2: so how how like long did it take before your li- list of people reaching out like started to really build out
0: I would say that year la- all of last year I took the time to really build my clientele and now it's just very frequent and it's there're people from all over like that I don't know yeah so it's kind of cool
1: is it like repeating customers or like- yeah it's oh, okay. cool
0: it's really nice it's to hear that because Anytime I give a shoe back for the most, nine out of ten times, they'll be like, I have another project for you. Oh, nice. Yeah.
2: So are you also getting, like, word of mouth through people who have gotten customs where, like, their friend now comes and they're like, I want customs as well? Uh Yeah. That's sick.
0: Especially with teams. Right. Like, I'll do one for a player and then their teammates want stuff Ooh, done
2: that strategy right there yeah <laughs> yeah i mean and you that's like you they're doing the work for you yeah exactly. i mean well you still have to obviously make the shoe but right like, they're doing like the outreach for and you. back
0: to what you had said about what makes me different another point i just thought of is <clears throat> my shoes are very durable a lot of customizers it's very embarrassing that do stuff for people on a bigger scale like in the nba or such WNBA. um there's sneaker blogs who take pictures of the shoes now And tag the customizer, and it'll be chipped. Like, the paint will be chipped. It looks terrible Mm. on the court, and they'll still snap that picture and post it. Whereas mine, you can wear them through a whole season, and you're good. And these other artists wear them. They make them, and people wear them for a game, Mm. and it chips.
1: I want to ask you why, but I don't (laughs) want you to give away your secret.
0: (laughs) Well, it comes down to prep work. If you don't prep the shoe properly, it's not going to, to last. And if you don't know the different materials and different paints to use for the materials... That's another problem. So
2: nice. where did you learn how to do all this correct the correct way?
0: Trial and error. A so lot you of just messing like, up.
2: Do you have like a notebook or something that you just like keep all the, or you just remember yeah. from time on Once time you on do time. it so
0: many times, you just it's like embedded in your head.
2: So do you think that those particular customizers that have done let's say not the best quality job? Do you think that that is just a lack of knowledge on their part? Or, I mean, obviously, this is kind of just like us assuming Mm -hmm. what's going on there. But, like, do you think it's because they don't fully understand what they're doing or they're just being lazy?
0: Probably both, because if you weren't lazy, you would know how to do it, you would do your research. But um, a lot is just the inexperience. People want, people see customizers and they just want to do it and they, it'll look good for a photo. But when you wear it it doesn't it doesn't work. So people just want that instant like I want to do this mm-hmm. and they don't take the time to
2: actually learn the
1: craft. Yeah,
0: I
2: guess what I'm wondering is how does say, for example, how does some Joe Schmo customizer get LeBron James to wear his shoes, wear the shoe that was customized that's not done correctly, but then like someone like you,
0: well, Probably it's, it's definitely be. not a LeBron James. It's it's one of those players who. Oh,
2: it's like the off player. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, got it.
0: And most of the time, they they know them somehow. Like they've had
2: like some weird connection. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> like I said, like even me, I know people who are now in the NBA. Mm-hmm. You might they might have just grew up with together, and then the the person is in the NBA you now. But yeah. um yeah it's definitely not LeBron James he wouldn't <laughs> I was gonna
3: alright yeah maybe yeah. he was a bad example but yeah I was like I, know she I would know. hope not Like.
0: no it's never a star player yeah it's but yeah.
2: cause they always have like their own like shoe deal with you know Nike yeah. or whatever Jordan
0: yeah and some in the deals they can't alter the shoe cause it's you know like Nike probably would get insulted if right. LeBron mm. Got came hit. out with customs yeah. on and <laughs> they'd be like what the fuck like what I gave you what you wanted yeah yeah <laughs>
2: So, um, who who would you say is, like, the most famous person that has a pair of customs from you? Maybe it's um, in your opinion who the most famous person is, but...
0: Probably, right now, Bree Stewart okay. in the WNBA, just because she's a huge deal. She is, deal. yeah. Like, she's the best player right now, and maybe of all time. I don't know. People have different opinions, but she... I think so, and... That's just a Syracuse local. Like yeah. we grew up playing together. That's but, so uh, awesome. So yeah.
1: Okay, so that wasn't probably hard to be able to get that project.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't know.
2: Like, did <laughs> she knew she knew you prior to?
0: Yeah, we played AAU together oh. when we were like twelve. So. And we you're... kept in touch throughout college, but she wasn't because of NCAA she wasn't allowed to, to do that. Um, so once she made it. Professionally, I reached back out and she's like, "Absolutely." That's so. so but she's so hurt sad. right now. But all last yeah. season, I did like six pairs for her.
3: Damn,
2: Damn. and that was <laughs> the the year they won the championship. Yeah, right? that's so sad.
0: Yeah, so that was that was huge. I
2: mean, like, not not knocking like WNBA by any chance, but like, I feel like her coming to the NBA, the WNBA has like. C- created more buzz around 100%. it 100% because like I'm I watch sports Center like all the time and yeah. I always, like just growing up never talk about the WNBA Me and neither. all of a sudden <laughs> there's like top 10 plays in the WNBA yeah. I'm like oh shit <laughs> I know they're
0: dunking now. Yeah. It's like whoa yeah I I wasn't even familiar with the WNBA which is sad cuz I'm a girl basketball player yeah. but I don't know it always had that rep of just being like too slow to watch or you know so I never and it wasn't publicized like it is now. It's yeah. it's gotten way more, which is
2: really a shame. Like
0: it it's is kind of just like
2: a discredit to the from from like the media. Well,
0: platforms. even <laughs> even the pay difference between NBA and WNBA, it's sick. It's mm-hmm. like literally, and that's it caused a lot of controversy mm-hmm. because a lot of the women players have to go overseas in the off season to make so they're good money. Even more. Yeah, and then now look, everybody's getting hurt. So yeah, yeah. That's just a huge deal right now. But
2: I'm yeah. definitely glad like that they're getting. Cause I mean, even just watching the games, I'm noticing there's a lot of people actually going to the games yeah. as well. So it's not even that they're just showing them more on TV. They're actually mm-hmm. people going to the games now.
0: And a lot of players are getting shoes customized in the WNBA. Well, so what? Why it's so popular now is last year they <clears throat> lifted the ban on color restrictions for your shoes. Oh, so shit. prior to okay. last year nobody could get just custom. for the
2: wmba no for
0: both the nba and oh. wmba
2: are they is the commissioner for the nba the same for the WNBA? Or are they different i don't know that'd be interesting
0: i think know. they're different
2: but they both uniform like decided that that's what they're yeah. gonna do that's yeah. interesting okay
0: so that brought a whole new market do to- you
2: know why there was a ban on that
0: i don't know even back when Michael Jordan played,
2: yeah, because I know he would get like penalized. He would mm-hmm. get like fees, like Fined, fines yeah. for wearing his like whatever shoes yeah, he wanted to wear.
0: Exactly. So that was lifted last year. So so that helps me out a lot.
2: Are you? Have you tapped into the NBA as well yet, or are
0: you not so much? Like I know people in the NBA, but I haven't. Certain people just don't aren't into it, and I'm not going to force it, and I don't want to be that person. But um, if I could make that connection, it would be really big. Um, I have tapped into, like, overseas. Okay. Which is still really good. And, still with basketball? Yeah. Men's overseas, women's overseas, and the WNBA, which is where I've pretty much tapped in. And I'll, I'm really trying to focus this year on the college level just because you don't have as big of egos and – it's kind of backwards how when people make it professionally, they want stuff for free
2: mm-hmm. when they have the money. When they have them, yeah.
0: So that's just another it's thing. It's like entitlement. Yeah. Which so, I don't like to deal with. So
2: there's no restrictions in college, or is it just like high level college that there's? There
0: aren't restrictions. It's per team, it's per based coach. On their, their it, like it's rules. only their coach. Got it. So there is no rule which, like, a referee would say you can't wear those or something. It's just their coach's preference.
2: Got it. So, like, if they are okay with their players having, like, unique shoes Mm -hmm. or they want them to be, like, uniform.
0: Like, my coach wouldn't even let me wear a shoe that wasn't black or orange. Like, super strict. And I, me being a very, like, a sneakerhead who had a huge collection at the time, I couldn't even, I had a pair of shoes that were black, orange, with a hint of pink. Nope. Nope.
2: <laughs> like you tried wearing them once and yeah. your coach was like, "Nah."
0: Yeah, but then I I just started wearing them. <laughs> she was like, "All right, fine." Fair. Yeah.
2: So, are you planning on tapping into like Syracuse University, like the, have you already started to do that?
0: Yeah, so that <clears throat> there was just a tournament called the basketball tournament. Yeah. Um and I did Eric Dievendorf's shoes. Nice. So, those got a huge media buzz like that, like, I was going to the games, and people were like, oh, are you the one who did the shoes? And I'm like, yeah, that, like, that was cool. <laughs> yeah, that's um, sick. So I am going to try. I did Tyus Battles last year for SU. Um, I would love to do more this year, mm-hmm. so I'm going to see how that goes. And um,
1: So now that you're back in Syracuse, is there, like, a ta- target um, audience that you're trying to reach out to? or Just
0: the college teams is okay. my main focus. So, I am getting so a lot be, of
2: that would sorry I
1: don't want
0: to cut you
2: off just like but I'm I guess to like for the listeners like that'd be like Syracuse, Lemoyne, mm-hmm, like OCC. OCC. I did OCC some
0: I mean last colleges year. colleges
2: outside of Syracuse but like in this vicinity though.
0: Yeah. And like last year I did UB, um okay. Canisius, Buffalo schools mainly. And I know people, I know certain people at multiple schools, so I'm just going to see how it goes from there, but yeah, I definitely want to focus on the college. I feel like too many people are focused on professionally right now, so I want to focus on college. To a market. Yeah,
2: and I feel like at a college level, because they those athletes, one some of them may never like make it to professional, yeah, level, um, or at least not like the NBA, for example. Right. Um, but like, they're more open.
0: to Yeah, that. and more humble generally, right. but also at the same time, um, some will make it and right. then you you have that con- i have that connection you know
2: yeah. so so yeah i, Go, I guess both it's ways. definitely good to tap yeah. into them before like kind of going back to that original reach out that you did yeah. with those, like, up-and-coming your rappers. your boy, Fetty. <laughs> <laughs> Fetty! Shout out! <laughs> I have some in a Binghamton.
0: Show. Did you?
2: Yeah. Yeah, he came cool. to Albany, too. <laughs> he has, to like,
0: Albany. six kids yeah. with six different moms <laughs> oh right God. now. Like, he went crazy. Yeah. And
2: you can Legend. only half see all <laughs> of them. Or
0: it might even be nine. I don't know. I think it's nine. Shit. Yeah. Oh, well. My, <laughs> all his checks are child support now.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's gotta suck. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like... It is what be, it I is. hope he's a good parent.
0: <laughs> yeah, that must be hard, though. Yeah, true. <laughs> Imagine having like, nine <laughs> baby mothers.
2: <laughs> like, bro, you need to uh, chill. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Some
0: of the kids are the same age, too, hmm. which is just, he's yeah. He's just
2: not giving a fuck.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no
2: condom. <laughs>
0: yeah. I mean, oh, at good what good point
2: is. do you just be like, maybe I should stop
0: doing <laughs> that? <laughs> Apparently, he didn't reach that point. <laughs> oh, my God. I do I know.
2: Do you ever think about reaching back out to any of those people, or do you think that they're too big that they wouldn't even, like, give you the time
0: of day? It's so hard, and Instagram, like, switched their algorithm. It's, like, impossible to—people get so many DMs now. It's just, like, no, it's not worth it. The best thing to do is, like, follow, and if you get a follow back, then try to reach out. It was funny. Like, two weeks ago, I got this—I don't know how familiar you guys are with underground basketball, but— there's like the and one, which are like, yeah, you know, yeah, I, you know who the professor is?
2: I've heard of him. He's like, yeah, the, like the OG. seen some like videos. Yeah. He followed
0: me on Instagram randomly. That's yeah, sick. 2.1 below. million followers. And he follows <laughs> 2,000 people. And I'm one of them. I'm like, what the heck? So Did you reach out? I reached out to him. <laughs> and I'm like, that means a lot. I've been watching him since I was young. <laughs> yeah, and he's, so he's like, I love your work, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, let me know if you ever want something. <laughs> But just, like, stuff like that. It's, like, yeah, power of social media.
2: (laughs) So are you specifically doing basketball shoes or are you doing any shoes? No,
0: I'm doing anything. Basketball just happens to be, like, what majority of my shoes are just Mm -hmm. because of the connections I have with basketball. But, like, I do—what have I done? Um, Lacrosse. You interviewed somebody from the Bandits who played. Yeah. I did Bill, Dane Smith. Br- Bill
2: Bryan. Yeah, okay. Okay. Dane
0: Smith from the Bandits. I did him last year. Two, two pairs of shoes for him. Um,
2: well, maybe you can reach out to Bill.
0: Yeah. Use this connection.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um, He's super humble, so yeah, he am sure you'd cool. be interested.
0: So maybe. I've done lacrosse, um, baseball, football, uh, and basketball. So.
2: Have you done just like... Anyone's, like, personal shoes just, like,
1: shit yeah, wear
0: around Yeah, all the time, yeah. Oh, that's kind people.
2: of, like, your typical...
0: Yeah, people just want...
1: Well, that's the thing. If they see, like, their idol in sports teams... Yeah.
0: And, people like, get a oh, lot of cool. vans done, Air Forces.
2: What's the most common shoe?
0: That people get done? Yeah. Mm. For me, it's basketball shoes. But in the easiest shoe, like, the most common shoe for a non-athlete, I guess you would say, would be, like, an Air Force or a van
1: hmm
3: yeah like van
2: slip-ons yeah like i feel like there's vans. a lot of room vans like that that and like the material is mm-hmm. probably the easiest it's literally so a like, canvas yeah. so
0: <laughs> <laughs> it is easy
2: yeah we have a um a friend uh, tony washington which i don't know if you know him or not but um, i don't think so. he's a local artist which that would be cool if you guys did like a collab or something i don't know he's been on the show but he does shoe designs as well Oh, cool. um Specifically, he's been working on just vans, like, mm-hmm. any any type of van, like, high-top, low-top, like, all of them. Um, but he does really, like, intricate, like, line work and stuff, oh, but nice. it's, like, really sick. But, I'll have
0: to check him out.
2: Yeah. He just started doing, like, customs with within like, this year. Does he I'm paint guessing. or do,
0: like, Sharpie?
2: He does Sharpie. Yeah. And then he does, like, stuff afterwards. I so think. he, like,
0: outlines with Sharpie and then fills it in with color? Or is it all no, black and white? No, it's all
2: black and white. Okay, cool. Yeah. So I think you think he just paint, do that. sometimes, like, acrylic or... Something. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, he's he's an artist, so, like, he does, yeah. like, giant, like, Candaces.
0: like, building, like,
2: he does, like, building murals oh, and stuff. Wow. Like, he's a, I mean...
0: Maybe I have heard of him. Somebody was talking about He goes by Tonewash.
2: He does the heart with, like, the... I would have to see. Stuff. Yeah, I yeah. would have to see. We can show you after, but, yeah, yeah he's definitely, I definitely think you two should, like, should. connect at some point, because... Definitely. I'm sure you guys could share ideas or whatever. Right, I don't know. yeah.
0: That's
2: That'd what I like cool. doing about this stuff. Hold on one second, I need to... Turn the silence your phone. So uh, Phoenix, Arizona. <laughs> uh no, I don't know anyone from Phoenix, Arizona. Still so a
1: uh, <laughs> yeah, Probably. <laughs> uh, shifting over to the more like business aspect, is this something you're doing this full time right now? Uh-huh. Is it so it's sustainable? Yeah. With how your yes, lifestyle is? Exactly, yep. Um, what are your visions as far as the business part of this goes?
0: Um, right now I, I wanna still do like what I'm doing for a few more years before I try expanding into a store or I don't even know what else, but um, just I don't feel like I have fulfilled enough. Yeah, I've only been really a year and a half full time. Mm. So there's, I've grown a lot in a year and a half, but there's still so much more I can do. So I'm just going to focus on doing what I'm doing because it's Mm. been working and then go from there.
2: Yeah, definitely. So... What's your uh, like work-life balance been like since you've been doing it full-time?
0: I work a lot, like weekends. I try to work 9 to 5 throughout the week, but it usually turns to 9 to 6, and then I'll go in on the weekends and do stuff. Um, but I have been trying to take at least one day off because it'll just get too much, mm-hmm. but um, having your own business is a lot of work. sure is. And and I just get stressed out knowing that I have shoes to be doing. So like any downtime, I'm just like, mm, I should be doing this. But right. I've been getting better about that. But it's I love working. So
2: that's awesome. Because
0: I'm creative doing it, I don't mind not doing it.
2: Yeah, that's kind of like like we're, just to kind of like compare like because we're in a different industry yeah. and like what we're trying to do. So it's hasn't been as easy to like. I guess rise up, also you've been doing this a lot longer than us. Yeah. Um, but like that's kind of like the point where we're trying to get like what we're doing is kind of like our lifestyles. So in like, terms
0: of like the podcast.
2: Well, we do so we do the podcast. We also have a full like clothing line, okay. and um, we we're doing um, we haven't really like talked about this with our fans yet, but like uh, we're doing uh, like private labeled like matcha tea to start but we're doing like tea line and then oh, awesome. we want to also do Business, yeah this is oh, part of it and then we want and then we want to do um like i was saying like video work for yeah. for up and coming cool. entrepreneurs so instead of like targeting businesses we're targeting the up and coming entrepreneurs like people who maybe don't have that money to pay for like right. a really fancy like production crew but maybe get still get a good quality video because right. we're not going to charge them out the ass for mm-hmm. it and then we're still building connections, exactly. And, and That's a good creating idea. Creating content. We're definitely in the underground culture of yeah. like music mm-hmm. and art. Yeah, we're kind of like on That's that. our place. Yeah,
0: up and. That's c- awesome.
2: We're we're starting. We're we're making more and more noise. I would say like month over yeah, month. Yeah, it's so.
0: t- too many people expect things overnight nowadays. Yeah. So it it definitely takes time but as long as you're putting in the work it'll definitely pay off
2: yeah and i mean like this has been like a great outlet for us just like yeah i love this this is my first podcast
0: really yeah that's
2: awesome yeah yeah i I feel like most people that have been on our show this was like their their first first podcast which is honestly like really awesome for us because exactly it's kind of like with you like if you sell a you know a custom shoe to someone in college and they end up like blowing up and they shout you out like
0: Right, that same, same thing could, could happen, happen here. here, exactly. Yeah, and I watch a lot of podcasts, too, so that's cool nice. to be on one, yeah. Yeah. Yes, I, I, I said watch because there are YouTube podcasts. Right, yeah.
1: <laughs> what kind of podcast do you listen to? It's
0: going to sound corny, yeah. but Logan Paul, do you know who he is? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> Are you, like, pod- a fan of him? No,
0: not at all. <laughs> His podcasts are the most entertaining thing to do while I'm painting.
2: Is it just because of how cringy he is?
0: He's not. He or is pod- very knowledgeable. Listened to his podcast. No, he is very, very knowledgeable and very open-minded. Interesting. He has a very unique outlook on life. And his co-host, Mike, he is very, very smart, bit like a businessman. He's mm-hmm. hilarious, too. He's stupid, but, like, he's smart <laughs> at the same time. And it's just entertaining. And so that, it's just
1: the, them two? That-
0: and then there's a third, Spencer. He's, like, this very spiritual, like vegan and he has a very positive outlook when they're getting crazy it, it's very well balanced
2: interesting yeah i feel like my perception of logan paul's very like skewed because of, of like the does. whole youtube mm-hmm. shit that he's gone through in the last year
0: he like rebranded and then came yeah. out with this it's called impulsive because logan paul but he brings on a lot of people who i have interest about like just people who you wouldn't even think, like a UFO expert, and just like people from all over, and it's just yeah. cool to like. I do it to listen I to think, the people, the I, guests. I
2: feel like that's a really good move for him. Yeah. Because like, I mean, I don't know if you know much about it, Kyle. Mm-hmm. Like Logan Paul, basically, like yeah, he like got famous from Vine,
0: mm-hmm. and then
2: he started like blowing up on YouTube after Vine.
0: Him died. and his brother Jake.
2: Yeah, Jake and they Paul. and they basically just like did really stupid shit on. YouTube and then it kinda got like they took it too far. Yeah. More or less. And they they got took a it lot too far. Of
0: crap for it. Yeah.
2: And they had like a ton of sponsors and stuff and all their sponsors like dropped them. Yeah. So like <laughs> they lost like all of their like inflow of money. So they were like, fuck. And they were like really rich. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they weren't really rich because they were living like rock stars and Mm -hmm. and then Mm -hmm. when they you lose all that money it's like you can't
3: continue to live
2: like that so i feel
3: like that's gonna
1: i feel like that's gonna happen with a lot of social media influencers yeah they're just gonna fall into like this well yeah i mean like (laughs) at
2: the end of the day i think when it comes to that kind of stuff it's like are you in tune with who you are Are you doing that like personal build like self like understanding like self-awareness and building on yourself or are you just like
3: How many likes can I get? Yeah, are
2: you just lost in like what you're doing and not like thinking about like what is the bigger picture behind that?
0: Instagram, do you remember that rumor that was going around that Instagram was going to...
2: Take away likes yeah, and all that? because like, of
0: mental health. Because these kids are so focused on, if I don't get 10,000 likes, I mean nothing to everybody. Like, yeah. they get so focused on that, and it's, it's sad. Like, that's not what you should be focused mm-hmm. on at like all. Like, they're
1: thinking about removing that function altogether.
0: So, you can see how many likes you get, but the outside person can't, can't see.
2: Oh, wow. So, it was, like, I've listened to a, a couple podcasts that talked about this topic. And was this new, by the way?
0: This was, when, was, was this last t- year or um, the beginning of this year? It's been, like,
2: during this year. Yeah. Oh, no
0: it was a rumor. I don't know if it's if it's true.
2: But. Um, so, uh, basically, like the like, there's pretty obvious issues with it. For example, like, people tend to steer towards, like, posts that have, like, a ton of likes and stuff because I see them as, like, oh, this person's, like, really influential. Like the
0: popular page. Right.
2: Um, So there's, like, a lot of, like, negative sides to that, like, in terms of, like, for the business or that individual influencer Mm -hmm. because, like, then they can't prove that, like, they're driving any anything for that They did
0: say that the... If you're doing, like, a brand deal... The brand
2: could see it.
1: Yeah, oh, okay. they'll be able to see the engagement.
0: Yeah, you and the brand will be able to see the engagement.
1: Mm. Okay, so it's like
2: whoever you have tagged with that photo.
0: I don't know how. They, kind of like I don't it know. Sounds how Sounds like would it work would make it out, a really
2: confusing like yeah. process for like a picture. Like
0: it sounds good for mental health and stuff, but I don't. Yeah. I feel like people a new app would come out and people would just go to that rather right. than deal
2: yeah. with that from Instagram. I did. I one of the the spins of that that i heard that was interesting my thought and it was more on like the business side had nothing to do with like the mental health was by taking away the likes it would cause people to find the best content instead of just the people Mm -hmm. who have a lot of followers and getting a lot of likes you would actually like it would actually weed out like the spammy shit right because then because then you're just seeing anything Mm -hmm. so then you're gonna uh there's like Naturally gravitate towards the content that like resonates with you, right. right? So like people who may have never had a chance with the current now, system yeah. could now potentially like rise up yeah, and be like well known. So it was like interesting that like there's pros and cons to both right. both ways of doing that.
0: I know it'll be interesting to see like yeah. a year from now what happens.
2: I mean, like for us, like I don't know. Um, in terms of, like, how you feel about it. But, like, for us, it's, like, we're at a point where we don't really care so much of... I mean, yeah, we do care that people are obviously, like, connecting with our page and seeing stuff. But we don't, like, live and die by how many views or likes we get. Like, we just care that, like... I mean, at the end of the day, like, I know the algorithm's kind of based on, like, what percentage of your followers are actually engaging and commenting Mm -hmm. and liking and all that stuff. So, I mean, we just... We kind of just like, is there a consistent amount of people like giving a shit about what yeah. we're doing? That's the algorithm's really awesome. all messed
0: up because it's like some days you'll get a lot of engagement, a lot of likes, a lot of comments, and then the next it's like, does anybody even see it? Mm-hmm. It's, it's weird. I don't I don't know how it used to not be like that, but I've noticed this year it has been a lot of inconsistency. Mm-hmm.
1: I feel like a lot of people are putting too much faith in social media. And like you were saying, like, the power of just word of mouth mm-hmm. and just literally in reality reaching out to people and get, having these projects done. Right. Yeah. It's 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 good to have social media there, but I would see it more as, like, a tool um, for—you're you're, going to have to do outreach in other, yeah. other yeah, ways definitely. now that it's growing so that's mm-hmm. That's large. what's so
2: interesting It's like, all these influencers, all these people are so— dependent on like Instagram or Facebook or whatever their platform is that like if it was stripped away what are they gonna do?
0: Yeah, they like have no identity. Like they're just they're lost. Yeah, I agree.
2: Cause like Something, like, you're doing, like, you don't, like, yes, that, that is important to have that, like, yeah. presence. But you could easily just go to the next platform right. that comes out, whatever. Like, you're not, like, getting famous because of Instagram. Right. You're just using it as a tool to get your message exactly, out.
0: Exactly, like a portfolio. Yeah.
2: And mm-hmm. that's, like, the same with us. Like, we're just using it to kind of document, like, what we're doing. But yeah. we could easily just download all those pictures and transfer exactly. them It's somewhere not else. like you
0: lose everything. Right. Yeah. And, like,
2: we're on YouTube, and we're on, like, Same. Spotify. Like It's we're on good to be platforms. on multiple platforms yeah. for
0: that reason. You never know. It's an app at the end of the day. You never know right. when it'll shut down Vine. Everybody thought that was huge. That shut down overnight. I
2: yeah. think, like, you can't, like, n- I don't care what the app is. Like, Facebook, I'm pretty sure, like, the more and more I hear about shit happening with Facebook, and obviously, like, Instagram's linked to Facebook because yeah. they own it, like, the more I think in the next five years Facebook is going to be, like...
3: The only Even reason, worse than Yeah, it was. the only
0: reason most people have it is because you have to link, like for business, like for me, you have to have, to make an Instagram business page, you have to have a Facebook. Right,
2: exactly, because you have to build to your business page yeah. and then, yeah, transfer So it.
0: I feel like a lot, of, I mean, and it's like an older market, I feel like, too. Yeah, I've had a Facebook since it, like I could, started, but yeah. for like the younger generation, they don't have Facebook.
2: It was so interesting, like Facebook, um, when it started to kind of, off of college campuses like we were kind of like early high school or in mm-hmm. high school is like everyone our age was on it and then yeah. parents started to catch on I and now we were all like nope, nope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah everyone switched to instagram at that point yeah I our know. generation parents
0: are on instagram now too it's weird <laughs>
2: yeah when my parents followed me on instagram like the last like year is like
0: oh, oh luckily <laughs> my parents don't have any of that <laughs> I whenever i like,
2: see that i'm just like
0: that like this is gonna
2: be the end of <laughs> yeah. like Instagram because everyone's yeah. just gonna fucking leave. Because like <laughs> people want that like disconnect from their parents where so they can post right. about stuff that maybe their parents wouldn't be so happy about right. saying.
0: <laughs> I feel like that's Twitter and Snapchat now. Like those are yeah. the, the private where people just.
2: Yeah, I feel like for s- Twitter, I feel like it's gonna be around a long time just because yeah. of. I mean, it goes
0: like in these weird. Yeah. waves like it, it died out but now it's like everybody's like follow my twitter and it's like whoa what's well, going know, on here? i
2: also feel like i mean think about it people talk about twitter all the time now because our president uses it right. on a constant basis that shouldn't so it's be always, allowed. yeah like <laughs> it's just shit like that causes yeah you know these upswings and i i'm sure the next president come in won't being even remotely close to that and then it'll probably like not be as it's so unpredictable it is
0: yeah social media in general is
2: i think that's a good like takeaway at least from this topic is just like not for being dependent on yeah you shouldn't
0: like it's great for like marketing though
2: yeah for sure but like again like someone's just going to come out with the next best like
0: marketing tool yeah essentially exactly there's always gonna be something new
1: and if you don't actually have a talent or skill and you just got famous because of like,
0: looks, know, like a
1: viral video yeah. or it looks, it's like, okay, what if Instagram Instagram crashes? Then what? Right.
0: It did crash. Do you remember <laughs> when it crashed? It crashed like the beginning of this year and people were going crazy. Yeah. Like they didn't know what to do. But
2: yeah, I feel are... like that
0: was like a troll or something.
2: Yeah. So I work <laughs> at a, a marketing agency and uh, we we do like, all sorts of stuff but like one of them is like we do paid um, ads on like social media pages Mm -hmm. and Facebook's like one of the bigger ones that we use Um, and one day Facebook just like was down the entire day and like clients have like campaigns they need to like oh go live gosh. and everyone was just fucking up in arms like, yeah. like what the fuck's going on yeah. they're all like on the line with support <laughs> and of course facebook's like we know there's a problem right, like everyone's <laughs> everyone in the world's like having an issue right yeah. now like that's probably
0: the day instagram because they're yeah, connected like
2: shit like that yeah and, and it's just like damn like people
0: have it it's not
2: even like just the influencers it's just like companies yeah it, businesses like, yeah that's and that's I mean that's, that's the scary. other thing. It's like, what if the internet just like, right. one day like oh my everyone would be fucked
0: <laughs> for real.
2: <laughs> I feel like that's, that's like the normal. Armageddon though, because like I don't know. That's if World inter- War Three. I don't even know <laughs> if the right. internet would like completely. I mean, it could maybe
0: somebody would some hacker would be like, nope, yeah, like, and get back.
2: <laughs> yeah, I feel like
1: cyber hacking or just like the whole um, What is it online security that's going to be moving into the future. going to be like super important.
2: Yeah, it um, yeah. has to. Cause like pe- I f-
1: yeah, I feel like more jobs are gonna be more available in that that area of the yeah. economy because of, like where we're going.
0: Definitely technology.
1: It's Do you think like AI
2: would take it a big like role in that though? In You're like
1: cybersecurity. Like, oh, that's a good idea. Just using AI to track yeah, all Yeah, because I them.
2: mean, like if you can train it to look for the right things, but then again, mm. then a-, a hacker could just. outsmart ai potentially i don't know like
3: that shit's just
2: like always like always think about it now we're we're like we talk a lot about like really like where things are going i feel Mm -hmm. like ai is something people don't even like consider Mm
0: -hmm. how do you know what ai is artificial intelligence oh i was thinking of alan iverson
2: (laughs) so like basically and so it's funny i want to speak for you personally but like I'm like on the Andrew Yang gang, <laughs> okay. so he's yeah. he's running for president on the Democratic side, okay. Um, and he's the only candidate running on. Um, he's doing like certain things like universal basic income, and there's like all these things we don't have to get into it. But he's the only one talking about how automation and artificial intelligence is displacing jobs, 100%, and it has yeah. and it has over the last decade, mm-hmm. and no one's talking about it. So we have like that's kind of like why like people. All these, like, people in, like, the swing states, like, Ohio and Michigan, like, all these places where people's jobs have been displaced were angry, so they ended up Mm -hmm. voting for Trump because they're like, we need something to change. Um, But, like, he's like, yeah, like, we need to, like, talk about this because this is a real problem, and none of these other candidates are talking about it. Exactly, that's true. But this is probably one of the most, like, important subjects to talk Mm -hmm. about. So, it's just... All the
0: self-checkouts and stuff now. Yeah, like... No cashiers. It's like...
2: Everything, yeah, like you name it, like
0: it's crazy. It's gonna,
2: it's really gonna change, like the fabric, at least of our society. I mean, mm-hmm. any like major developed country is probably going down this route too. Yeah, and I don't know yeah. how other countries are dealing with it, but
1: well, kind of putting it in perspective, um, for you is like, what if you had an artificial intelligence robot that could just design all of your shoes for right. you? And still had that like sense of you and authenticity mm-hmm. in that design. That would be creepy.
0: That would be creepy. Would, would you like just employ that the brush in different paint? And it
1: was free. It was a free worker, and you just scale that, and you yeah. used to have like twenty robots making these shoes. That'd for you. That would be
0: crazy. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I mean, that's like the that's the whole thing. It's
1: like
0: yeah. basically
2: these owners of these companies are like, okay, I could pay, say, like a giant warehouse. I could pay two thousand workers all this money, mm-hmm. or I could just. Get all these robots, do the initial investment, and then over, like, the long term, right. end up not having to pay for that's them true. other than the upkeep, and you save a shit ton of money, and now you own the means of production. Yeah. yeah. It's like, that's fucked. That's, that's like That's, them, like, yeah. the reality, though. Like, people are doing that. So... I guess I, I do want to talk about the universal basic income only because I have a lot of people who have, like, asked me, like, why I'm why are you following him? And then I say universal basic income. They're like, well, that's fucking stupid. Um, but it plays into this topic. Um, basically, his idea is to tax all the companies who are, like, Amazon and all these places who have displaced jobs through automation and are, like, super duper rich and they're, like, paying, mm-hmm. like, nothing in income tax or
0: yeah, is Amazon like paying? They're paying zero. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: So instead I remember so about that. What he he's saying is he would pay everyone above the age of 18, I think, or sixteen, a thousand dollars a month. And that money would come from a I forget the dividend exact term. tax. It's for, it's literally a tax. Value added um, tax. Value added tax hmm. um, on every like Amazon sale. Every like and it's not even that much. Like the tax is like very small. But it's because there's so many, like, sales on Amazon. There's so many, like, things happening and all these other companies are using automation now Mm -hmm. that, like, they wouldn't really fully, like, see it. Like, they would see it. They would realize, like, that money disappearing. But it's such a small amount, but it allows for the entire country to, like, benefit from from this displacement. Right. Um, And he has, like, a ton of statistics Hmm. behind it. I just think, like... This is kind of my PSA to people listening to yeah. just like, yeah. at least like hear him out
3: yeah. on it. I think Do there's some like research.
2: he's been on like Joe Rogan's podcast, uh, H1 H1 podcast. He, he's been on like a lot of, I've, and he's in the CNN debates so or like on TV. So like he's hmm. there. And he um, kind of, I
1: think he realizes that this isn't a permanent solution.
2: It's right. just starting
1: the conversation. Because yeah. when this automation does hit, there's going to be so many workers displaced of jobs. And it's like, what are we going to do to just solve this? What's that like quick fix maybe to like help that person get a job to then be a little bit more yeah. stable? Yeah. And so mm-hmm. maybe just getting a $1,000 a month is what you need to get jump started.
2: Yeah. It's. I don't know. It's very interesting. I'll take it's it. just like, yeah. I mean, yeah, that. that's the thing. It's like who's gonna say no to f- right. free money? And like the other cool thing is like if you're already getting money from the government and say you're getting more money from the government than a thousand dollars, you can opt in or opt out of the of the freedom he's calling it the freedom dividend. Hmm. Um but like if you're making less, if you're getting less from the government, you could just opt out of that and then just take that on right. and then yeah. So hmm.
0: It's just... That's cool to think about, yeah. Yeah, there's
2: just, like, a lot... I mean, he has, like, a lot of facts to back up, like, why it would be beneficial. Right. Like, things that actually, like, people's lives would improve and, like, all these things. Mm -hmm. Um, And again, like Kyle said, it's not, like, a permanent solution, but it's, like... It's It's something different. Yeah. That, like...
0: And, of course, people are gonna... It's new. They're not gonna be like, oh, yeah, like, not everybody's gonna... You they would have to see it to understand yeah. I feel like.
2: Mm-hmm. It's just very interesting to see mm-hmm. cuz it's like a year out um from the primaries or whatever but like I think there was like 20 candidates or something even more than that that started like back when they started doing like the TV debates and stuff and they're like dropping like flies now yeah. because it's starting to get into like mm-hmm. more serious time and like they're not polling well. Right. And he's slowly been like gaining oh,
3: that's in the awesome. polls.
2: I think when he started, he was, like, not even pulling 1%. Now he's pulling, like, f- 3 to 5%. Hmm. Which, I mean, isn't, like, isn't going to, like, compete with someone like Joe Biden or right. Bernie Sanders. But, like, as more, as drop, out, more uh, people, yeah, yeah. As more dropout, he's going to gain more of that yeah. percentage. So it'll be interesting to see, like, where, I don't know, where that goes. Yeah. I don't know. Is politics anything that you follow?
0: Definitely not. <laughs> Definitely not. Do you I feel should. like any of
2: that plays into your like, business you, no. in any way? Do you feel, like, any rules or regulations in terms of, like, business that are you're affected by, or are you just, like...
0: No, I'm not, not know- knowledgeable enough to know mm-hmm. either way, it's so. so much.
2: It's so dense.
0: Yeah. And
1: at the end of the day, no one has a right answer. It's not logical. Yeah. It's all, like, beliefs-driven. I've always
0: <laughs> known politics have caused so many arguments and stuff mm-hmm. that I've always just stayed out yeah. of it. Like, I just...
1: Yeah, definitely. I just
0: never... I mean... When people talk about it, I'll listen, but I don't right. I don't have a set opinion. I mean, I do want certain things, yeah. but, <laughs> as we all probably do, but, um, yeah, I just don't really.
2: Some, something that, like, I mean, this is kind of more of, like, a personal mission, but I think it plays into what we're doing. We really, like, want to bridge the gap between um, differing ideas, and that's why we always, yeah. all of our episodes are with people doing completely different things. I, yeah, mean, I was cool. just talking to someone who's a born-again Christian, like, right. People are so easily, like, deterred from talking to people who have an opposing idea because yeah. they don't want to potentially have, like, an altercation or whatever. Right. But I feel like by coming in with an open mindset to listen and understand mm-hmm. instead of just trying to, like, make your...
0: Be right. Yeah, yeah. whatever
2: you believe to be right, mm-hmm. I think that's, like, a step to bridging that gap because, like, everyone has the free will to believe whatever they want. And I'm right. sure, like... I mean, yeah, some people have some fucking crazy thoughts, mm-hmm. and, like, yeah. that's kind of, like, the one-offs, but that's not everyone, mm-hmm. you know?
0: Most arguments stem from closed-minded people. Yeah. So yeah.
2: So it's, like, what... It, I mean, even if it's just, like, us making a small part in fixing that in right. any way we can, I think that's, like, a good message for people. It's just Definitely really is. more open-minded about stuff. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we need more of
0: that.
2: tying this back into you,
1: is there anything as far as... Um, your message that you kind of want to get out or let people know that kind of relates to your brand? Maybe yeah, like, like mm. your mission, like you go through the intro to business and you have your like your mission statement, your values, right. that kind of stuff. Is that anything that you've um, delved down, delved no, into? No, not
0: really. Only because it's just so different of a business. It's not really like I don't know how to describe it. It's Yours just, is more functional. Yeah, it's just more like on a customer relationship type mm. thing. So I'm very good at at that. But I, I mean there's not really a, a mission statement, I would say. Not that well, I Well, it think seems of. like you
1: do have a mission. Yeah. Um you're just like building using your communication skills yeah. and networking.
0: Yeah. And I just feel like I'm not at that level yet to be able to say like I want to do this or I want to do that. I want to change this and stuff, so
1: like on a social cause yeah, kind of level. Yeah.
0: Exactly. But I do definitely. I mean like Eric Dievendorf just had that shoe drive. Like I love seeing stuff like that. People giving back cuz he's on that platform. Right.
1: Cuz that's the same like the more you build out your network, the more influential you get. Exactly. Be. So
0: I still have to build to be able to to do those things, I feel like. I mean, I I've always given back to the community my whole life like in high school out. Um have you heard of the Samaritan Center?
3: Yeah, Either one of you? Yeah, yeah.
0: It used to be down here. Um actually it might still be, but I used to go there with my mom and volunteer, like <clears throat> serving the homeless breakfast and stuff. So I always like to give back like I donate shoes to the boys and girls club, stuff like that. But once I reach a certain level I'll I have yeah. some things in the
1: What in are the, those things?
0: we'll see we'll
1: see Uh, that's the cool thing about this is like entrepreneurial work it's like you're independent you're on your own but it's like the super like it's this journey to like find Mm -hmm. yourself almost exactly like unlock who you are as a human and your like
2: talents that you can offer
1: to the community yeah um
2: question uh what like bits of advice could you give to say it's maybe not even necessarily getting into the customizing game but just like entrepreneurship in general like what things do you think coming from your experience you you could like shed to someone who maybe is thinking about starting their business or or whatever
0: project that Um, you think
2: could like help them like get to that next step and start like executing on something. To
0: just follow what you believe because everybody else is gonna have an opinion and they're gonna be doubtful and stuff. But as long as you know what you wanna do, passion is what drives successful business. If you're passionate, it's there's a saying like about if you love what you do, it doesn't feel like work. And I feel like that goes it's very true and something that everybody should live by. If you find your passion then you should be doing that, period. Like, just find a way to do it. And there's going to be, like, trial and error and bumps in the road, but if you just stay with it and know that's what you want to do, that, then you'll be successful.
1: So even though you're working these ungodly hours, like yeah. from,
0: right. <laughs>
1: what would you say, like, 8 in the morning to yeah. 6 at night and, and like, weekends. working weekends, yeah. and constantly on the grind, um, you're still ambitious yeah still like passionate you gotta driven. put in the hours
0: now because if you don't somebody else is working when you aren't you know so mm-hmm. it'll pay off in the future mm-hmm. you work hard now it'll pay off in the future
2: it's kind of like people uh just to give an analogy it's people who start to work out maybe it's like the new year and they're like oh, yeah. "I'm gonna go to the gym <laughs> and they start going to the gym and they're there for a couple weeks and like i'm not seeing results and they stop yeah it's like you
0: You can't can't stop. The mm -hmm. second you
2: stop is the second you gave up on, like, that idea of being a thing. Yeah,
0: exactly. Because it's,
2: like, constant momentum, Mm -hmm. right? Like, it's always, like, these small steps that lead to, like, a bigger...
0: And too many people nowadays want immediate results, immediate success, immediate fame, and it it just doesn't work like that. Mm -hmm.
2: You gotta put in work.
0: Exactly. Yeah. And it feels better when it takes a while, and then all of a sudden something breaks, like mm-hmm. like something right. big happens. Like it feels better knowing you worked so hard for it, rather than being an overnight success. And it's like, you a sense of entitlement comes with that. I feel like <clears throat> the
1: hard thing is though, like <laughs> as idealistic as this is, I am gonna see the the flip side to this Mm -hmm. is that it is a competition. Like business you're competing against other people in your industry. Right. And you have to work hard to like rise above that competition. Mm -hmm. Whereas like let's say if you're in uh health and wellness and you're like a fitness guru person, with that it's more like internal development. Mm -hmm. Like you could just put in your work and still get the gains from it. Um just as much as if someone put in like the same amount. There's like less competition in that sense. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a hard part about yeah. business. So that
2: is, would be the difference is like business is harder than oh, say, for sure. necessarily going to the gym and trying to right. like get jacked and like, just right.
1: being realistic for yeah. people like any because you're only competing with
2: yourself at that right. point. Yeah. This you're competing with yourself and
0: everybody else doing yeah. it. Yeah, mm-hmm.
2: which is insane. Do you when you started were, were there any like because I feel like we haven't really talked about like any like potential uh, downfalls that you've had or like you know, hard times with Mm -hmm. the business.
0: So back to college, um, when I was doing it with other people, that, so basically, um, one of the the people that was involved decided, because we had said we're going to do it on our own without that person, so Mm -hmm. it was going to be two of us, he had the password to the Instagram Totally just deleted it.
2: Holy shit! We had
0: got we had two thousand followers at the time, which was really good for yeah. us.
2: All organic, yeah. Yeah,
0: all organic.
2: That's fucked
1: up. And
0: that's when like <laughs> Fetty Wap and like the people who were big were still following us. Like it was a huge deal. So that was a huge.
2: Just out of spite.
0: Mm-hmm. That was a huge downfall. Um, and then. Was that
2: a messy like? Yeah. Situation it because
0: was. of it. Mm-hmm. Temporarily, though. I mean, now it's fine. Right. But yeah, we were young and dumb. So you forgave him. Yeah. I mean, what can you really do? Yeah. Yeah, So
2: it is what it
1: is. Yeah.
0: (laughs) It happened. Like whatever. Um, Well,
1: that just shows your mindset. You know, always being optimistic. Yeah. Especially with this line of work, you You always have have to.
0: Yeah. I try. I mean, there are obviously moments where you're like, you you get doubtful. I get doubtful. Everybody does especially in a creative realm it's like you see you co- you tend to compare a lot to mm-hmm. people which i try to st- to not mm-hmm. but um
2: question before you continue mm-hmm. what was the reason for not wanting to continue with that person when um, it was the three Oh, of you? lack
0: of work. So we were doing most of the work but we were splitting the money.
2: Ah, okay. That yeah, makes sense. Yeah, so we were splitting okay. it three
0: ways but us two were the only ones. So it doing was
2: a justified it. reason.
0: Yeah, it was a, a very valid reason. And they didn't take it very well, no.
2: obviously. Yeah. Okay. So you just like kicked him out. Is
1: that nicely? We
0: were like, we're just gonna do this on our own. Like yeah. we know you're doing. You have. He was involved on a lot of different um, clubs and stuff on campus. So we were like, we know you're busy. Like we're gonna handle this on our own from now. And then he had the password, and just we didn't think ahead. Right. We all had the password but he he changed the password. You didn't think
1: that he would do that. Exactly. Yeah. And then was it something like where he was like, <laughs> "Okay, you're not pulling your your third of the load. Could we just like reduce your revenue?"
0: No, we were just like, "Nope. I think we had had that talk a couple times like we all need to be putting in the work." And then it just nothing changed.
2: Right. So you're not like a the first time someone no, messes up, yeah. you're like, you're out. <laughs> no.
0: yeah. it was like a recurring thing. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I mean, that whole thing was just so—we were so young and naive to all of this. Mm-hmm. Like, we didn't—none of us knew what we were really doing. Mm-hmm. I mean, we knew what we were doing with the shoes, but business-wise, <laughs> we didn't know right. what we were doing. Just
2: operationally. Yeah.
0: yeah. It worked for a while, but then it just kind of all fell. And then another th- another point back to that, like a downfall or whatever— just like a hardship in general was when I first started, You um, you, like you, I would go through these spurts that I, had, I would have like a really good week and then a very slow week. And I mean, this still happens, not to the extent that it was, but
3: mm-hmm.
0: it's just hard going from a, a set job with a set paycheck and you knew what you were getting each week and or every other week. And then to income, it's like, I don't know when I'm getting paid next. So that was, that's hard to adjust to. Now it's very consistent, but...
1: I feel like that's part of the process that's yeah. needed to, to get you to the point where you're at right exactly. now. Exactly. It's like the kick in the ass to like yeah. get you to work more.
0: Yeah, so... And before, like, my prices have increased, so that was a thing that I had... You have to start out cheaper, well, I thought. I mean, I think it's a good thing to do. Start out cheaper because you have to build your clientele, and then once you get them... And they see, and you get bigger, then you can raise your prices. Mm, true. So even if I did have the work back then, it would take three or four shoes back then to be one or two now. So Got it.
2: Would you say <clears throat> the quality of the shoe has been consistent since the start, or have you gotten better at that No, as well?
0: it used to be. I mean, I've gotten way better. When we were in college, there weren't as many resources to know what you were doing. I mean, we did a good job, but. Now, with the airbrushing and stuff, it it looks so factory finished now that before it just, you could tell it was hand painted. You could tell, you, you might be able to see a brush stroke here and there. Like, it was good work, but not nearly as good as it is now. Got
1: it. We're gonna have to get a boho hobo shoe. Yeah, yeah
0: that'd be sick. definitely. Yeah.
2: That'd be sick. I've been meaning to get one from Tony too. So like having two yeah. pairs of cu- different customs, yeah. or have costumes. him
0: do the left and I do the oh, right. Oh shit! Ooh, nice.
2: Maybe that's <laughs> how we do the, the collab. Yeah, <laughs> we'll spin it that yeah. way. Yeah. <laughs> um, have you ever? I mean, how often do you mess up on a shoe and then have to like? Has that ever happened? Where you, like, um, mess up on a shoe and you're like, shit, now I have to, like, get <laughs> a the shoe. <laughs> <Or> like, <laughs> Probably,
0: but it's it's paint, so it can... You can... There's a, a way to...
2: Clean it work off. Work around yeah.
0: it. Or just, yeah. Right now, this... Funny you say that. This, this just happened. So I was doing a pair of sandals for my old basketball teammate who must be a little airheaded because she wanted a pair of sandals for her girlfriend mm-hmm. and had texted me her girlfriend's name six different times spelled a set way camilla and <laughs> i did the sandals i sent her multiple pictures of the sandals she's like those are awesome those are great i'm like what's her instagram because i'm gonna post them i want to make sure she's not following me so i so she doesn't see them because it was a surprise right she gave me her instagram spelled her name camilla in the in giving me her instagram and everything right I'm like there's nothing popping up for this girl. Are you sure that's her Instagram? She's like, "Yes." I go on her Instagram, the my old teammate's Instagram, and then
2: look it up through in her a tag
0: head. picture of her girlfriend. It's Camellia. <laughs> I'm like, "Did you do you not know how to spell your girlfriend's name or <laughs> <Yo>. <laughs> like this is concerning to me."
1: No. Autocorrect <laughs> no. every single she time. She said
0: it was autocorrect. <laughs> 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 she said it was autocorrect. Of course she did. <laughs> and I'm like in my head I'm like I typed it with no autocorrect. Like just fine, it didn't correct me. And the amount of times she spelled this name the same way and I sent her pictures and Yikes. she didn't notice. Damn. So she's sending them back. But luckily it's just an L I have to change to an I, <laughs> a lowercase I. But yeah. It could have been so fixable. much worse. Yeah. Like,
2: what if in, is it with a K or a C? C. So what if what if it was right. like with a K would then, just like then she needs everything. a new C <laughs> Yeah.
0: That's funny. But I was just like, oh my gosh, you've yeah. gotta be kidding me.
2: So it doesn't happen that
0: often, though. Is what it you're doesn't, saying. and that was her fault. Like that, that was totally her fault. But she's fine about it. Um, Did but-
1: Camelia know?
0: No, she doesn't know. Oh, okay. I posted them still, but as Camilla, but I didn't tag her. Because they look so good. I'm like, I want to post them.
1: Like, whatever. Hopefully she doesn't listen to this podcast.
0: No, yeah, hopefully. Camilla. Skip through this part. Well, she won't
2: even know. She'd be like, I don't even know where Camilla is anyways.
0: <laughs> I'm just like, I could not believe it. I'm like, oh my gosh.
3: So. I mean,
2: I guess that's another good reason in, in in terms of the work that you do not to work with someone else. Because, like, you're just reducing the per, the, exactly. the chance of that of a
0: mistake or <clears throat> something like not
2: even just like a misspell or well like potentially misspell but just like yeah just any like yeah. mishaps yeah
0: yeah it's just
2: you don't have to rely on someone to like potentially mess it up and i'm
0: a perfectionist so if it's not done to exactly how i want i'm gonna be like irritated yeah. I, went,
2: I went through your page and i was like looking at the drawings so i was like i couldn't even tell the difference between you and the person who originally drew that right. like that's <laughs> really fucking well done so how did did you like were you always able to draw like that yeah. accurate
0: yeah I've always been able I'm good at like if I can look at something I can draw it some people okay. are good at just picturing it in their head and drawing it. I'm good at if I look at something I can draw mm-hmm.
2: it so do you like pull up Pictures of stuff that people want, and then from there, you're kind of, like, using as reference Mm -hmm. while you're you're drawing
0: Do a lot of people
2: want you to reference other things? Like,
1: I give you a picture of Pikachu, and I'll have you draw that on my shoe. Yeah. It's never, like, oh, just, like, have your artistic ability, I'll give you the shoe, and just draw something random.
0: No, usually they're, like, they give me a theme, like, say if they do want Pikachu, I'll add other stuff around it. Mm. I just won't put Pikachu, but... Most people have, like, an idea in mind. Like, most people who contact me, 8 out of 10, I would say, would have an idea in mind that they want. Some people are, like, freestyle, but I'm like, all right, but, like, what? (laughs) Like, name some colors, names, you gotta give me something. Right. Because what I might like, you might totally not, so. Yeah. I need some sort of direction.
1: As we're doing this, I'm looking at your tattoos, and I'm seeing, like, connections between... This custom shoe design and like tattooing. Yeah. Is that something that you could delve into?
0: No, I no. don't think so. <laughs> That's a whole different ballgame. Yeah.
1: Because
0: then you're dealing with skin and needles and.
2: True. No, thank you. Liability.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, total liability. Not, Diseases. Yeah. Like, no, I'm good.
2: Like, honestly, tattoo artists have a hard job, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Because they have to deal with a lot more like.
0: Health wise yeah. stuff yeah. that
2: you don't have to as a shoe yeah. designer. Yeah,
0: <laughs> and just yeah, it's just a whole different yeah intimacy with people too, like
2: more uh, factors. Yeah. Have you ever thought of partnering with a shoe <clears throat> company, like a provider,
0: where um, you would, like
2: get like uh, wholesale discounts on like shoes or something where you yeah, can like most, make?
0: Most places don't.
1: Interesting. I've looked
0: into <clears throat> it, but. Yeah, most places.
1: Yeah, as we're because doing this. Because you're
0: you're you're not, you're doing it to benefit you, not to benefit them, basically.
1: Right. <clears throat> I wonder if there is a way to upscale this kind of idea, where you can get like more people on board. Is so like let's say if you did get a, sh- a store, mm-hmm. for instance, what would that? in exactly I'm
0: not even going to speak on that because I feel like I have very unique visions for Mm -hmm. that and I don't Don't want to share that true that's fair but I just know it's it's different than like what
2: what do other people do so most people if they have a
0: store they'll have like if they're a customizer with a store it'll be their workshop and then they'll turn it into a boutique and they end up selling like either their customs out on the floor or like Resell stuff like Supreme,
2: and mm. so it's kind of like a
0: a streetwear store. Right, will turn into.
2: Hmm.
0: Mm. But it. mine wouldn't be like that.
2: Interesting. Yeah. I guess that's like food for thought for the future. Yeah. We'll have to
0: <laughs> come off the off podcast, I'll talk about it with you. Got it.
2: So with that, you would have just
1: like you would hire people on to run the store, and then the artist, the main person.
0: Like with visionary. other people that do what you're saying.
1: Yeah, so, like, I would imagine if you're starting up your own store, you would have other employees.
0: Yeah, I'm sure they do. So, you would have
1: the employees run, like, the daily operations, Mm -hmm. and then, like, you'd be in the back just, like,
0: drawing up the designs. Yeah. Because
2: then you could have, like, (coughs) I mean, have, like, almost, like, someone to just take in the order Initially, like a secretary, yeah, yeah. kind of.
0: Yeah. That's if I did hire anybody, it would be somebody to handle the DMs and stuff because it's just constant and it's just nonsense half the time. It's these mm-hmm. little kids who are like, How many likes to get a free pair of whatever? And it's like, block, like, <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's just annoying, I'm
3: like, yeah. no, <laughs> yeah,
0: or it's just so many little kids, just they don't Wanting have a clue, stuff. yeah, and yeah. they don't have a clue. It's just like,
2: ugh. dude, like, if I, I guess if I was like. And I, again, like you said, you're going to share with us after like what, mm-hmm. what things you're thinking of. But like, I guess what I'm thinking of, like if I wasn't going to do it the same way, I would kind of more go down the route of like hiring someone to help me with like marketing and like website potentially. Mm-hmm. Do you have a website? Yeah.
0: Okay. So I need a new one though. I'm getting. I'm, it's in the works. Okay.
2: So like marketing and like slash website, <laughs> and mm-hmm. then like a video person. Yeah. To like document the process yeah. and then turn oh, that content. That's a good idea. Because mm-hmm. like, yeah, you could have like someone in store, but like if you're not trying to do it, replicate it the same way as other yeah. people, you could be focusing more on like just generating that like buzz around mm-hmm. like what you're doing through, yeah, the, that's content. That's yeah, through the content. Yeah, through the content. Yeah. Because, I mean, like, seeing, like, the full process of a custom through, like, a really, like, well-done video would be dope. That's what I do And I'm sure people do that. Yeah, Yeah, I have a
0: YouTube doing that, too, and a lot of people do that on YouTube.
2: So, do you personally video, or do Mm -hmm. you have friends who do it for you? I do it. it. Okay.
0: I taught myself how to do it. Is that
2: process hard for you because you have to do both things?
0: Yeah, well, now... I haven't posted a video in probably, like, a month and a half or two months because of the move, and I just had a lot going on. But I'm doing one tomorrow. Like, I'm going to start doing once a week, hopefully, or at least every other week. um, It's—when I have a lot of orders, it's just difficult just because when I'm not on camera or not filming, I, like, hold the shoe differently. But when I'm filming, I have to do it for the angle and stuff. So that's just—it's just sometimes too annoying (laughs) to— Got do, it.
1: But, so given that you're like one person show and you're doing all these job functions mm-hmm. um, uh, and given that a lot of the people that we're interviewing are like entrepreneurial, creative, do you have any advice as far as like keeping yourself organized, structured um, and yeah. how you approach your schedule and that kind of stuff? So
0: biggest thing for me is writing stuff down because I just work better that way. So I have a calendar. And then I, like, sticky note each shoe. I have a spreadsheet so I know when I got it, the amount of time I told the person it'll take to get done, and I date it. And then I date the shoe so I know this needs to be done by that date. Um, And that just helps me stay very organized. And then every week I'll go on my calendar and, like, write Monday I'm doing this shoe, Wednesday I'm doing this shoe, just so I can keep a schedule and stay. I know that I'm staying on track if I do all of those.
3: Hmm. okay
2: yeah have you ever um gone like over on the time that you said it would take and yep. like what is the reaction from that from people? everybody's
0: been totally fine i've been very lucky with the move it set me back two weeks okay. so originally everybody was already on that six week it took eight weeks for some people but everybody's been very very lucky it's and if they away. had it most people don't have a tight deadline they're just—I tell them six weeks, okay. So when I say it'll be a little longer, they're like, no problem.
1: They probably forget about it. <laughs> yeah,
0: but um, people who have a set deadline, I've never missed that.
2: That's, that's honestly, like, impressive. Yeah. Cause I feel like a lot of people, at least, like, early on to their business, like, wouldn't even be able to attain yeah. it. So.
0: I've always been the person, like, it'll eat me alive at night. Like, even in school, if I didn't have homework done or an <laughs> essay done, like, I can't sleep. So that it plays a big part now. Like if I know I have a deadline, I'll stay late and I'll go in early just to to make sure I get it done. Mm.
2: Interesting. Yeah. Um. <laughs> question. What? What would you say like your biggest influences in what you're doing? Like outside influence, whether it's like um, a person or a- yeah,
0: just a lot of people around me. Like my mom has her own business, so it's always nice to to have that. I always go to her for advice. And I have a lot of like people who I've grown up with or I'm associated with now that are involved in so many different things business wise that I have
3: mm-hmm.
0: good people to ask advice for and
1: motivate you.
0: Motivate, yeah. I hang around people who are all motivated. I've cut I've lost Still a lot of people in my life because happens. they just yeah. They just they're stuck in different times, like, mm-hmm. that I've already been through. So
3: mm-hmm.
0: now I'm just, I'm focused on working and trying to build a good, comfortable future for myself.
1: Yeah. That's, yeah. A lot of this is, like, mindset building. Mm-hmm. Um, if you were to take away all these experience, or, like, boil down all these experiences and, like, life, yeah, life in general, mm-hmm. um, do you have any advice or any insight into... Like, big things as far as mindset goes that like, keep you driven or things that you've taken away from
0: your experiences? I would just say um, hang around, surround yourself with like minded people to keep you on track. And with that, they'll know when, you know, like everybody has bad days, they'll be there to bring you up rather than somebody who just doesn't, can't relate with you and they're like, what are you talking about, you know? Mm-hmm. So that definitely plays a big role. And find, like, a stress reliever. Like, if you like to play pool, go play pool. If you like to swim, go swim. Just so you can have a, a change of pace from... A release. Yeah.
2: Right. And that way, like, your, whatever your passion, your project is, it doesn't become work to you exactly like do you yeah. feel like what you're doing is work to you no that's awesome I mean
0: yeah. if I d- there are certain days where I'm just like go 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 and you just get a creative block completely and that's when you know like that's when I know I'm like I need to take a day or two off because you're I'm overworking yeah
1: yeah I feel like mental health plays a huge part into like the creative's life mm-hmm. yeah and I- you really have to like keep that in check or else you yeah. go insane
0: <laughs> especially being like. You're an entrepreneur, mm-hmm. it's just you get very doubtful sometimes, and the human mind is just it takes over sometimes. It plays tricks
2: on you, yeah. And yeah. you
0: just, you're like, Am I doing this the right way? And it's just, yeah, I definitely I think it have- comes back
2: to that, that ego thing mm-hmm. where you're yeah. like constantly needing to control the outcome of everything. Yeah. That when, like, something may not necessarily be going the way you think it should go, that, like, you start to, like, doubt Mm -hmm. the whole, like, the whole process.
0: You're just like, oh, it's going
2: to fucking fall
1: apart. Rather than say
0: this is a uh, part of what's going to happen, yeah.
1: So when you do have those mental blocks, (sighs) those creative, like, things that are kind of chaining you back, like, what is it that you do to kind of break through those
3: walls?
0: I talk it out. I talk to people. I talk to my parents, my friends, my family, and they just like my mom 100% is like just always she's she's done it she's you know she's been in my shoes so it's it's just good to talk it out because if you keep it bottled in you're just like it's just going to keep playing in your head so mm-hmm. i just talk it out
1: so she's always there to listen to what you have to
0: yeah. say yeah oh, i have do? a lot of people she does okay um, <laughs> so hard to explain. Is that a loaded question? <laughs> I don't like title property so like when Basically, when you buy a house, you need the title, you need the mortgage, all the deeds right. and stuff. She does all that stuff. So too.
2: she started her own, like, practice Kinda. for that?
0: Yeah. So.
2: That's a very interesting yeah. place to go. Brat Luciani
0: Real Property Service is what it's called. So okay. she, I can't ever describe it, honestly. It's just, like, title work. But nobody knows what title work is. That's that's what she tells me, and that's what I tell people. (laughs) I worked for her like in summer, in different summertime, like intervals before. But
2: what made? Do you know like what made her go in that path?
0: Yeah, because she was doing it for so long for someone else. mm Mm-hmm. And she's like, I can do this better. Mm. It's kind
2: of like your dad. (laughs) Yeah, my dad. uh, He runs his own fire alarm security, like card access and stuff. He worked at Syracuse University for years like almost my whole life up until shit he's almost been doing it for 10 years now his own wow. business but yeah he basically he got let go for kind of stupid reasons and he's just like a really smart dude mm-hmm. and so he was just like well why don't I just do this for like small like accounts and stuff like I know how to set up all these things I've done all these trainings and shit mm-hmm. and yeah so he's just been working for himself
0: that's and, awesome
2: I mean we're through a contractor now so mm-hmm. like they get him the the bid, like the job bids and then he goes and does his shit. That's the way to do it. That's definitely
0: and my dad's self employed too, so it's yeah. He's a social worker, but he he's on a case by case thing. So it really like runs in your yeah
2: through you. Like have you always thought like in the back of your mind like growing up that like you were gonna just do something on your own as
0: well not at all. I but working those jobs that i've worked i've realized like i hate working for people and half the time i'm like working my hardest and not getting anything in return and it's like people who are half-assing the job are just like going up and you know and it's just like this is not funny how that works Yeah, yeah this is so backwards and i'm not with it so
1: i think that's the like unsaid benefit when you are an entrepreneur it's like people talk about all oh, the money, the fame and all this other mm-hmm. stuff, but it's just freedom,
3: that's like freedom exactly. to do
1: what you want yeah. and exactly. to get the returns
2: on the investment of time and energy that you put mm-hmm. into it. I really feel like that's the dream. Yeah. Not, yeah. not even just like having the wife and kids or whatever, you know, whatever that like looks like in your life mm-hmm. and the like American the house dream. and yeah. like the white picket fence or whatever that bullshit is. Yeah. I think it's more just like,
3: because like you're saying, freedom. yeah,
2: financial freedom, because like yes, we are free in America, but, right. like, are we really free? Right. Like, there's all these, like, little things Money that rules pull everything. it down. Money rules everything. So not only having financial freedom, but also having that freedom of not having to, like, answer to anyone. Exactly. Other than yourself. And if
0: you feel sick, you can just go. Go home and come back and stuff like that. Just, like, right. if you want to go on vacation, you can go on vacation. You don't have to say, how many sick, sick days have I used to, right. you know, like, it's just...
1: How does that look like, though, for practical? Like, if you have all these um, accounts or, like, all these shoes that you have to fill, mm-hmm. orders, like, is it realistic to just say I'm going on vacation? Like, right. how do you structure that? Yeah,
0: so for me, I have to plan vacations way ahead of time <laughs> and know from this day to this day I'm going to be gone. So I'm going to have to get these mm-hmm. shoes done beforehand and then I'll finish these shoes when I get back. So like oh, I have okay. to break it down. So you wouldn't I can't even, just like, go on a spontaneous yeah, vacation. So you
2: wouldn't even straight up be like, Hey, I'm not taking orders from this time. You're just like
0: Yeah, I'll I'll figure it out. Damn. I'll take it into mm. account. I never say, That's a
2: true hustle right yeah, there. I, I never feel like some say, people don't even have like the discipline to do that. I know.
0: Yeah. I'm very disciplined and I owe that to basketball. Like mm having to be on time every day, regimented. having, yeah, it's a commitment, you can't quit, stuff like that. So I I think that played a huge part. In, but
2: it's worth it.
1: You
0: know? 100%. Yeah. And once you start seeing results, it's like, I want to keep doing this. Mm-hmm.
2: Right. Cool. And like, you're, again, like very early on in the grand scheme of like business mm-hmm. in terms of like running what you're doing. So kind of to reiterate what you said before, it's like you're You're paying the time now so that in the future, like, you could potentially take maybe that longer vacation to go travel or something. Exactly.
0: And I strongly believe everything happens for a reason, like, 100%. And funny story, kind of. So, last year, I got a DM from this guy who works for a graphic design company for a very successful CEO. And he wanted a pair of shoes. To give to his boss, who is the CEO, because he was celebrating five years of sobriety and all this other stuff. Jeez. So, I did the shoes. This The guy, Russ Perry is his name. He loved them. Absolutely loved them. He followed me. He's been following me since. La- um, back in May, he invited me to speak at his conference, which is for creative entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. It's huge. It's in Scottsdale, Arizona. Shit. That's and awesome. it's called PickleCon because the... Company's design pickle. Oh,
2: I yeah, I see their ads all the time.
0: Yeah, so that's awesome. Yeah, I
2: see their ads yeah, all the time.
0: They they're huge on branding. Um so he invited me to speak. I unfortunately didn't even make it. I was planning hundred percent to go. We got to the airport, and that's when those huge storms were happening. Mm. There was a red line across the whole US of travel ban. And we just couldn't make it. It was directly across. So from here to Arizona, Mm -hmm. we could not make it. And we would have gotten stuck in Chicago. So I was so bummed. I'm like, this is like the biggest opportunity I've had. This and that. And then everything comes full circle. So he reached out to me and he was like, I wanted to, I know it's been a crazy summer. I wanted to tell you this when you came to PickleCon, but um, I really want, To, like, be your mentor. And he is very successful. Like, crazy successful. So, I'm pretty much in good hands with him now, which I just think is...
2: actively communicating.
0: Exactly. And I've done work for him now and the guy who put me in touch with him. And, I don't know, I just thought that was... It's a cool, full-circle moment. And who is to know what comes of this? But for a very successful CEO to offer his services and mentorship for free it's just like oh, well. a dream yeah. come true that's yeah. like the
2: idea like <clears throat> a lot of like entrepreneurship just like media text whatever I've like consumed like finding a mentor is like a huge
3: mm-hmm.
0: yeah building
2: block and that's something like I've personally like haven't had the luxury of like yeah. finding yet but
0: and it's yeah. funny because I I've always Felt well, like I've. You weren't gotten, even seeking it. No, but that's, I've always felt like I've gotten like the short end of the stick for everything. Yeah. Like all these people who are in the same position as me, are all over the place, and it's like, what did I do wrong? And yeah. then this comes along, and I'm like, mm.
1: Granted, you've only been in the for two years, right?
0: Not all, even. You're
1: already yeah. getting these.
0: Yeah, so small I'm very success, excited. Oh, big
1: successes. To, yeah,
0: I'm very excited to see where where this goes, but that's it's really definitely like,
2: a, yeah, that's really it's trading. huge.
0: Yeah, I'm really excited. I know. Cool. That's cool you've heard of that company. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. I mean, I'm I'm in digital marketing, so, like, I just— And to, I know they do graphic design and shit, but, like, mm-hmm. uh, also, I I mean, I'm sure you know when you speak in front of your phone about anything, it picks it pops up. up,
0: yeah. So, creepy. like, I mean,
2: Kyle and I talk about graphic design work and all this so stuff. So the ad's
0: just like, hey, I do that.
2: <laughs> Wait, so if you're taking a video of yourself or something like that,
1: your phone can register that?
2: No, it's not It's not even that. I'm saying,
1: like,
0: Facebook right now— Facebook listens to you.
2: Right Whoa. now, my phone has been listening to our like, entire conversation. We're
0: going to talk about microwaves right now. You're going <laughs> to yeah, go, like, go on tonight and uh, ad for a microwave. Yeah, what?
2: like, my like, clients I work on at work, I get served their ads because I'm talking about yeah. their work while I'm at work. It's mm-hmm. so crazy. I'm creepy. getting, like, random dealerships and stuff. I'm like, I'm <laughs> not even looking for a car right now, and you're giving me <laughs> your fa- ad. Yeah. Granted, you're in Rochester, too, so, like, why the hell would I even be going right. to Rochester to buy a car from you? But, like, it's just that shit, so That's it's wild. it's fucked.
0: That's why a lot of people have been not using, like, the Alexas anymore because... It's sketchy. Yeah, <laughs> certain... There's these videos that people recorded of, like, a green light coming on and somebody from, like, India talking, like, <laughs> I can see you. Like, creepy, like, somebody hacked their their <laughs> Google thing and it's just, like
2: i'm never gonna get a voice assistant no and like it's fucked up because so i do seo Mm -hmm. um and so for me it's like the future of seo is moving towards like how can we optimize content for voice Mm -hmm. because like how is that gonna like help generate more sales for people and Mm -hmm. luckily none of my clients are trying to go down that route and it doesn't make sense for a lot of them but it's still like shit I would be playing into that. Yeah. I don't want to. No, it's
0: creepy. It's really creepy.
2: <laughs> the
1: thing is, we say that we're not going to get into it, but it's inevitable. Like, we're yeah. going to get tied into it because there might be a social media platform that's all voice activated. <laughs> Who knows? Voice
2: is interesting, though. I mean, maybe maybe I'm just naive and I don't see, like, the upside to it, but like, I feel like it's very limited in what it can offer because at the end of the day, like, you... Unless... Voice isn't is going to serve you all of, like the resources you need to, when you're, like, doing research on something yeah. or you're trying to, like, shop an item. Like, you're still going to need, like, a screen involved. And
0: you're, yeah. there's still,
2: like, other
1: aspects. And there's that too can,
0: much room for error because you can't correctly right. hear.
1: But what if it's one of those things where it's integrated into, like, some virtual reality? <laughs> And so you have your headset on, and you have to use
2: voice-activated stuff to be able to, like, operate
1: the... the I feel like in video
0: games, they might do that, yeah. I think
2: voice is going to be more useful outside of, like, internet stuff, more in, Mm -hmm. like... Day to day stuff like Demands whether and it's stuff. like your house is like a voice activated like yeah. certain things like turn on the Smart dishwasher house yeah kind do of, you remember that yeah, movie yeah like, Disney Channel yeah. yeah that shit's crazy
0: yeah And she locked him in yeah
2: I mean <laughs> it's, it's insane that these movies happen but then like
0: then it we're slowly yeah. going
2: in that oh,
1: route fuck. yeah what movie did I watch last night self oh it's called selfless it's on Netflix right now okay and basically the idea is this dude he was this like multi millionaire. And he was about to die. And so what he did was he transferred his consciousness into another body. And it was a body from another family that, like, lived half his life, basically. And so, like, when his consciousness got shifted over, um, he had his own consciousness. But then he was, like, going back to, like, the life of the person that was already living And then it just got real
2: messy. Well, yeah, because he, like, (laughs) basically took that dude's life over. Yeah. Yeah. that's
0: that's (laughs) While the dude was still in it?
2: Well, sort of.
1: Were
0: they, like, sharing? Yeah, were they sharing consciousness? Yeah,
1: so that was... That kind of was what concluded. Um, But basically, (laughs) he had to take pills to, like, subdue... Suppress the... Real conscious the other, consci- person, the other yeah.
3: person's wow. consciousness. Jesus. That sounds good though. Yeah. I'm gonna have to watch <laughs> it.
2: Like, oh I do that too. <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: fun, <It's> man. Forever.
3: <laughs> my God.
2: Yeah, that's just a weird yeah. weird stuff. I just I, I wanted to mention this because um I just thought it would was like cool, like small world type thing. Um, so the reason I reached out originally for you specifically, um because like prior to this story I'm about to tell, I didn't I mean, I'm not, like, in the sneaker world, Mm -hmm. so I just would have never, like, made that connection. Um, You were in the post-standard. Yeah. And my mom sent me, like, put it on my bed or something. She's like, you should reach out to her. (laughs) And this is the first time my mom's, like, ever, like, tried to get involved with our podcast or, like, anything. I don't even think they listen to it. But she just knows (laughs) that we're, like, looking for, like, local, I mean, just, like, anyone to talk to, really. And I was like, okay. And I did like... I took it serious, kind of, but, like, no offense to you, but, like, I just saw it, and I was, like, super busy at the time. So I was like, yeah, like, yeah, sure, cool, Uh, thanks, Mom. And then we kind of, like, got to this point where, like, the list of people that we had talked to was, like, kind of running down. We're like, oh, who are we going to reach out to? And I was like, wait a second, my mom gave me the newspaper, (laughs) like, a couple weeks ago. And then I went and I read the article, and I was like, oh, shit, yeah, okay, 100%. (laughs) So I reached out, and then you didn't answer for a couple weeks because you
0: reached out on my personal, right, which and I, I never go on. And I had, obviously, yeah. I
2: had no idea. But then you answered, and I was like, oh, shit, all right. So, yeah. like, I don't know. Just I was like, oh, my God, really I'm so funny. sorry. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, got I, daughter, I, I hardly ever go on I it. mean, we reach, I'm, a lot of the times we reach out and people respond. But, I mean, we've had times where people don't say yeah. anything. So, it's not like it would have been, like, a big deal yeah. if you didn't. But I'm glad that.
0: Yeah, me too. This has been we fun. We ended
2: up, yeah. like, what do we have for time, Kyle? Two hours. Damn.
0: That's crazy. Good shit.
2: Fucking flies. Yeah. This has been a really, <laughs> know like, how to solid flow. It's <laughs> been nice. I
0: used to always get in trouble in school. If, <laughs> I, if you go back to any of my report cards from kindergarten till senior year.
2: Disrupting class?
0: Talks too much in class. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm saying.
2: That's so funny. <laughs> All
0: the time. I'm like, wouldn't you rather me be like this than, like, socially awkward and not talking? I would yeah. say that to my—I would just say that, like— And get, because
1: of your talking
2: skills— You've created a brand for yourself.
1: Exactly. Yeah. So see. I mean, it makes
2: sense now why you ended up gravitating towards communications at the end yeah. of college. What, what was your... Because I also... Um, I dual majored in marketing and communications. Mm-hmm. What part of communications do you feel like you benefited from most?
0: It's funny because I didn't even realize what communications was until, like, my last semester. Like, my teachers were so like, vague with it that I feel like I didn't even understand what I was doing. Like, and they're all group projects, so it's, like, I don't know what I'm doing. These people Mm. do. Okay. And that's, like, the worst thing to do because I love to be involved and, like, take charge and stuff, but I had no idea. Um, But what I really loved was that it was not really tests. It was all essays and stuff, and I'm a very strong writer. So I just literally just wrote, and I had this one teacher my final semester who— was amazing and he made me like fully understand what I was doing and there was a purpose, like different research metho- methods and all these different algorithms to put into essays that he just made it really like fun for me. Mm-hmm. So
1: what was that purpose?
0: Um the per I don't know now, but <laughs> I knew that <laughs> the then made sense. yeah it did. And I just like like I did my senior thesis on the Black Lives Matter movement mm-hmm. and how technology has evolved to the point that it's making this like um prejudice and whatever be more oh aw- like people are more aware of it mm. and because of the body cameras and because of people taking videos on their cell phones that people are more aware of the police brutality that's happening <clears throat> and stuff like that so it was no. just a fun a fun interesting um Essay to do for me. Now,
1: any thesis. of those uh, things that you've learned in college, do you use any of them in your day to day?
0: Probably. I wouldn't be able to say what, but probably. <laughs> Definitely yeah. what sticks out the most is just the amount of people I've met and connections I've made.
2: I want to hit on just like the communications thing, just like being able to relate. Because mm-hmm. um, I think this is an issue with communications. Um, And I don't think that you went into communications because of this reason, but a lot of people. So I went to UAlbany, Mm,
3: and a lot of
2: people picked communications as their major because it was deemed as easy.
0: Yeah. And I'm like, it wasn't easy. And I'm like,
2: and the funniest thing was that most of the people in these classes sucked at communication. Yeah. I'm like, you guys don't know how how to communicate with each other no
0: and it wasn't an easy thing yeah everybody I still to this day there's that stigma that it's like easy and I'm like where
2: and then they get like upset when things are difficult to do and I'm like yeah so it was funny because similar to you I'm very outgoing and a good communicator so to be surrounded by a lot of people that weren't great communicators being trying to be a professional in communication I was like I'm like, confused. <laughs> yeah. Well, then you, they group you with people who are bad at communicating, yes, yeah. and you're communicating with them on a project, and they're not communicating yeah. back. And you're like, "This is the whole like maybe yeah, it brings that you down. even that yeah. that's a lesson in itself. Yeah. It's like maybe you shouldn't be doing this, right. or you should be like figuring out how to be a better communicator in like this one instance. Like,
0: did you have a lot of group projects?
2: Most of my most of my communication classes were uh, group group projects, yeah. and I had. One teacher, similar to you, I took two classes with him. Me too. And I took his second class because his first one was so good. Me too. Um, But the first one was a radio class, and that's why, like, podcasting became a thing. Oh, cool. Um, Because the final project was making a podcast episode, and, like, you had to, like, on your own figure out how to do the whole— Like, he didn't tell us how to do it. He's like, you can do it however you want, but you have to— record a full-length episode of whatever like idea you guys come up with in your group you have to record it and then post it so that somewhere where people can listen to it and i mean it's on soundcloud somewhere people can still listen to it but it was like cool because a Not only did you have to, like, do the podcast, but you also had to, like, how how are we going to make this happen? Right. And so I ended up, like, I was like, oh, I have a friend who has, like, recording equipment. I was like, I'm going to hit him up to help us out. And, like, so he, like, set up, like, a mic and he was using some, like, recording software on his computer. And then we went to his dorm room. Like, all this stuff. So I was, like, kind of doing that networking thing and trying to make it happen. But basically what happened was all the people in my group let me do all the work. And Mm -hmm. then they just were, like useless but they showed up for the podcast they did the speaking part and that was like end of transaction for them and you all get the same grade Mm -hmm. well my this is what made me this is what made me like my teacher at the end he left um like room where you could like kind of review like how how not even how your group was but just in general like what you feel about group work and blah blah blah, like what he can do better with his class Mm -hmm. and that literally was like straight up like if you're gonna do group projects you should let people pick their their the people yeah. in the group because I literally and I, I just shot all of them down. I was like, I don't even you give a shit. To, yeah. I was like, I literally did all the work. I did like 95% of the work here mm-hmm. and I was like, unfortunately, like, you've probably already like given them a grade. Well, actually no, I think part of it was based on the grade. Like what oh, I said. Okay. And like, part of me felt bad for like, shoot, like like, oh, why, why are you list. being that kid mm-hmm. to like right. narc on them? But I was no, also but- like, dude, I did all yeah. that work on top mm-hmm. of the fact that I had three other projects to do team projects that i was like responsible for and i had to like focus on a fucking podcast like something that to me should be super simple right we're sitting down doing this and like it's not a hard process but those those people made it a hard process for me
0: that's why i hated group work
2: but (laughs) luckily he took that into consideration and i took his advertising class that was based on like um more like traditional advertising but kind of talking about like why advertising works and like all the nuances mm-hmm. of like persuasion and all this stuff. Um, <laughs> but he allowed us to like pick our partners and stuff after all. Oh, good, where I was like, thank god. Right. And even in that, like I picked people and I still ended up doing more work than I should have, but like at least it was better than yeah, the initial.
0: <laughs> That's the one thing about communications that <clears throat> yeah. I did not like was the group work,
2: but. Yeah, he he was like the one teacher who he actually gave a shit because he saw I gave a shit. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think don't know. there's something to be said
1: about project based learning and that like from both of your experiences, when you actually like put thoughts to action and carry out this experience or whatever it is that you're doing in practical means, that's when you learn the most. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sitting in a lecture 100%. hall and just fucking learning yeah. from the teacher yeah, speaking I mean, is awesome. just like It's not registering really. Yeah.
2: That's why, like, classes like finance and accounting and like those things were like all like test based. And I just, I can't, I'm not a test taker. I'm like a project. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, I need to do something where I get to be creative. Creative. Yeah. Present it afterwards, exactly. and that's, that's where that communication mm. comes in. Yeah, presentation skills afterwards. Mm-hmm. Like I a
0: bunch of public speaking.
2: That shit was my jam. Yeah, just like public speaking. Yeah, like, people
0: hate it, but it's like I love it. Yeah,
2: I don't know. Yeah. I think and the more you do it, the better you get. <clears throat> so then you're just like, oh, it's that. a craft. Yeah, you know. It's I would love you can to always get, in get, front get better. Of people at. And just talk about whatever. Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, I don't know. It's fun, and that's why I like what you know. What Kyle and I are doing is that I'm able to use that skill in whatever right. way possible i don't even feel like i've tapped into full potential of what it could be yeah that's the fun of mm-hmm. it i don't know you yeah, have definitely all is. At once, yeah. Right? <laughs> and you
0: experience all these different people so it's that's cool
2: yeah and like you use your communication skills in the networking way mm-hmm. to like to create clients. clientele yeah. um yep mm-hmm. outside of like getting clients and like doing Directly, just doing projects for people's like shoes. Like, what other avenues do you think you could take your business?
0: Um, doing like, like classes and stuff. For, yeah, just
2: like what like things you could like. No, that's add what I'm saying. Like, yeah, okay.
0: I would do like classes for On, to like, teach how people. To start. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, art classes, stuff like that. I would like to do. Um, I haven't really thought too much about that because, again, like I ha- I don't feel like I've fulfilled enough right. yet to think. What else can I do yet? You know. Got it.
1: Kind of have to build out what you already have. Yeah. Mm.
0: Mhm. And then see what comes. I'm sure something will. Yeah. Come like yeah. in my head. Right. I'll be like, oh, I can do this from this. You know.
2: So I'm thinking because you're saying classes. I'm thinking something like. Also, I think the future of college is. Coming. Dying. I think. Mm-hmm. I think college is going to be completely reinvented. I do too. Um, and I think like you're and starting to see you're starting to see it now with like oh, now I can be, like, a prof- I can get my major in, like, cannabis.
0: Right. Like that, yeah, that's they're a doing thing. that now. Like,
2: imagine, like, shoe design. Right. Like, or just, you know, stuff, like, specific. Yeah, and, very and specific.
0: Stuff. And I feel like in high school, they should start... I forgot <laughs> what country it was that I was reading about it. they are very, like, in middle school, you start picking.
2: like the Stuff you like.
0: Yeah, and then... Throughout high school, they start gearing you towards different careers so that when you get to college, you are like, okay, this is what I want to do. So that makes
2: sense that why you're going to college. Yeah, right
0: now it's like middle school is fun and games. High school, you're taking classes because you're told you have to take them. And then college, you have to figure it out. When you have four years of college and then you're in the real world. So that's why so many people are just so lost when they get out of college. If they aren't a doctor or they aren't a lawyer, if they aren't something specialized like that, it's like, what do I do? Yeah.
1: I also think it's a personal responsibility for you to like go right. out of your way to tr- if you want to do that yeah. is like have the self awareness to really delve into these different interests. But yeah. the thing is, school doesn't teach you how you do that exactly, right? and that's the problem. Like but, you get there should literally
0: in. be
2: a class mm-hmm. on just like self development.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: there should.
2: And like we don't even have that. That's the thing. It's, like it's. I feel like there's a formula to it, too. Mm -hmm. It's, like, on one hand, yes, like, the individual shouldn't be, like, looking for other people to, like, help, like, show them the way. Like, at some point, you kind of have to take responsibility for your own life and, like, figure it out. But, again, like, on the other hand, as a 16-year-old and, like, a sophomore in high school, like, you're not even, like, old enough to really, like, on your own think right. like oh i should be like starting like self-development like but if some they people started do it. early
0: enough then right. you will be aware They're just but-
2: planting the seed yeah. as a young person yeah. to be like you should be thinking more in depth of, i mean obviously to a level where they understand but like thinking more about like working on themselves yeah. but it's hard also like behaviorally as a young child it's exactly. hard To tell a young child who barely understands how the world works to be like, you should work on yourself.
0: Right.
1: I think coming from a sports background, that's kind of a way to get people into that kind of thinking, that Mm -hmm. mindset. Because it's something that they can
2: work on to become Mm -hmm. better at. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I think maybe that's the thing. Just getting uh, children to get into things, find things they like, and then start like
0: Yeah
2: kind of giving them the resources to mm-hmm. develop that exactly. and then over time they'll kind of you can pl- start planting that seed mm-hmm. when they hit that level of maturity right. and
1: that's the that's the beauty of like entrepreneur work is it's by, by being an entrepreneur you have to really like be aware and understand what's happening in the world at large mm-hmm. or in the community or whatever target market that's going on and you get to see all these different Things and how everything is like playing into one another,
3: mm-hmm.
1: and you get that that like big picture point of view, yeah. as opposed to like when you're going to school, you're just going day in and day out mm-hmm. and not really being mindful about why you're doing what you're right, doing. Right? There's
0: no like purpose, really. Yeah, you're just doing stuff to get a grade, basically. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. I don't. I don't know about. Well, I mean, you said you changed your major a bunch. I'm mm-hmm. assuming you came into college not really, like, fully knowing yeah. what you— Well, you said architecture, obviously, mm-hmm. and, but then it kind of got messed up. Yeah. I don't know about you specifically because I know you changed your major. But, like, pers- I feel, like, personally lucky because I all I was, like, in, like, the honors classes and stuff. And everyone's taking, like, AP physics and AP, I don't know, European history and, like, right. all these things. And instead I said, I don't want to take physics, I don't want to take AP, I, I don't want to take any of those my senior year, I just took business classes because yeah. I didn't take those classes at all, and then that's what, like, made me go to school for business.
0: Yeah, that's good. So, like,
2: it was just, like, a random, like, mm, maybe I should do this because I don't like any of this, and right. I mean, even though I was, like, good at, like, history and stuff, I didn't know what I would do with it. I was terrible
0: mm. at history. So yeah, that was damn, not my that thing. Sucks. <laughs> yeah, but luckily I did take college classes in high school, which mm-hmm. is why I still. It was helped able, you. Yeah, I was able to graduate on time with switching my major so much.
2: Right. So, yeah, that was nice. I did take some college classes, so it did put me ahead yeah. in terms of.
0: I was a whole work. semester ahead going into college, which was nice. Wow. Yeah.
2: So what about you, Kyle? Because I'm curious. Just now yeah, that we're on this topic, you? Like, <laughs> you went to school for engineering. Yeah, chemical engineering. And
0: then you? I
1: Mechanical engineering first. And then I switched to chemical engineering because I wanted to get into pharmaceuticals. And then I saw how corrupt the pharmaceutical industry was. And so that kind of deterred me away from chemical engineering. And then I was like, fuck engineering altogether. I was only going because I wanted to play soccer.
3: Hmm. I was
1: at Clarkson. Oh, okay. It's a good engineering school. So I took a step back. I ended up dropping out of Clarkson, um, took a year off to have that, like, personal development, got into different interests, and then I ended up getting my EMT certification.
0: Oh, nice. And then
1: that led me to wanting uh, to do nursing. So I went to Binghamton, got my RN, um, and now I'm working as a nurse awesome. full-time and, and he, doing this at and the same time. he did this,
2: and even taking a year off, he still graduated on time. On time, yeah. Yeah, that's
0: crazy. Which is absurd. <laughs> that's mm. crazy. That goes back to ambition. If yeah, you want yeah. to do it, you'll do it. Mm-hmm. That's really good. So, what hospital are you at?
1: I'm doing outpatient work. Oh, cool. So, I'm at Helio Health. In oh, nice. So, I chose, I didn't want to go down the hospital route because I sort of, when I was in school interning and stuff like that, I saw how taxing that is, mm-hmm. like, mentally. A lot of,
0: like, long hours. Emotionally. Yeah, life. very long. Like, you're always on call, pretty much, right? Yeah,
1: and I knew this is what I wanted to do full-time, eventually, mm-hmm. um, was Boho Hobo and build this brand. And so, um, even though I was doing nursing, I wanted to have a good balance. Yeah. And I felt like
0: outpatient yeah.
2: work was that good balance.
1: Yeah,
0: that's awesome. And I, would, I enjoy it. Yeah. And I
2: would say, like, as, like, an outside perspective, it definitely... Now that I'm, I n- never even thought about it, but, like, if you were working in a hospital, I feel like that could have, that could have been, like, a stressor on, it's like, consuming. the entire brand just mm-hmm. by your, like, not being able to, like, be as present all the time mm-hmm. because you would have to work those long hours and, like... Yeah.
0: yeah.
2: So it's interesting how that, like, plays out. And I guess it kind of comes back to the, like, everything kind of happens for a reason Definitely. type of thing.
0: 100%. It's That's that- what this tattoo is. <laughs> in Arabic, though.
2: Nice. Why, why a different language?
0: I just love different cultures. So I just love the way this looks. Just the, yeah. the script of it. And then this is Hebrew. What's that? Patience.
2: Mm.
0: Yep. That's what else you got here? You have a... Hieroglyphic sunrise, meaning like you could, you always got to go Rising above. Mm-hmm. Always have faith. I don't have anything over there. <laughs> got my ribs done with... Um, my parents' initials, birth dates, and then a mother-daughter tattoo, palm tree, and my birth year. And yeah. an Italian horn over here.
2: You have the key as well. Oh,
0: I knew I had something else <laughs> yeah. on this arm. I'm like, where is it? <laughs> it's hiding. Yeah. That just, keys represent curiosity, so.
1: Unlock the door for yeah. a new opportunity. Yeah. I Got like a nice that. vintage
0: key. I See, feel like I'm missing yeah. something.
2: It's but. so interesting to me because my parents are very, like, I mean, me and my brothers, like, we all have tattoos, but they're very traditional, so, like, they Mm -hmm. don't understand it. But I was, like, I feel like there's two—there's, like, a spectrum when it comes to—I mean, there's a spectrum when it comes to anything. But tattoos, it's, like, some people get really just trashy tattoos, and they cover themselves with things they regret. Uh But then there's also, like, what you did, which is, like, very tasteful. Like, you have meanings behind all of them, and you're probably going to— cherished you're having right. those because mm-hmm. of reminders to you
0: exactly because like you
2: said you're like a visual person like writing mm-hmm. things down remembering exactly
0: so, yeah Definitely. it's a good way to express yourself too mm-hmm. so
2: yeah do you ever think about getting tattoos kyle you don't have any uh, i'm on that all natural grind <laughs> that's fair how my dad is. I, I mean, I, I respect it. Like, I'm not ever someone to be like, you should get a tattoo. Get a tattoo now. But it's kind of like, it's also true. Like, once you get one, it's like.
0: They're addicting. You want to just keep yeah. getting them. <laughs> they
2: yeah. are. Because then you're like, well, he wants a friend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like getting a cat and then you end up
1: like yeah. <laughs> seven. <laughs> if I were to get one, I would probably just tattoo my whole arm. I, I love that. Go like, big or go yeah. home.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's the way it is. I'm like strategic. I'm being strategic <laughs> about it. I'm I'm kind of like saving up my money right now because uh, I, where I'm working now is like my first like. I had one job in Burlington that I was telling you about. Uh, I was I was working doing what I'm doing now, um, but it was more like I was an apprentice, so I was making less money. Yeah. Um, but it was still full time. But I was making like twelve dollars an hour or something yeah. like that. And so now this is my first like salary job.
3: Oh wow! So, That's really good. Um,
2: and I got it like. To kind of I, I haven't really like told this story, but on here at least, uh, basically there was three full-time people in the position, SEO strategists, and I was the SEO associate because I was the apprentice. But mm-hmm. they basically were telling me I was gonna get hired full time. But then at the end, so I was there for five months, by the end they were like, maybe we don't have enough work to have four of you. Oh and they gosh. kind of like told me way too late where like I wasn't preparing that this was going to be the end of the apprenticeship and, like, right. I was going to have to figure it out. I was just assuming, like, they, everything yeah. they were telling me I was going to say. And so, basically, they told me, nope, like, we're not keeping you. And they told me, like, the last week I was there. So, like...
0: Wow.
2: My lease was about to be up. I was about to, like, sign a lease with people who work there. Like, my life just got... Everything happens for a reason, yeah. right? I started job... Looking for jobs. Like, they they let me go on... Well, they told me that they were going to let me go on the Monday of my last week and they're like, you can work the rest of the week, but you have to have, like, a good attitude if you're going to be here. And I was like, fuck no. no. I didn't say that, yeah. but I was just like, no, like, yeah. I'm not coming back. Second day of job searching, I applied for my job at Digital Hive. And within I've
3: heard of Digital six hours,
2: hi- yeah, we're in a, um, Clinton Clinton Square.
0: Hmm.
2: Um, yeah, we do we do work on a lot of local businesses. They do design
0: stuff too, right? Yeah,
2: we do graphic design. Yeah. We do website design, um, SEO. Um, paid advertising, and, like, organic, like, copies. So, Mm -hmm. like, it's basically a full-service marketing agency. Um, But I applied online, which they weren't job posting on, like, Indeed or any of that stuff. Uh, I went on their website because I had been following them. Good branding, right? And I was like, oh, this is local. And I didn't want to come back to Syracuse, but I was, like, having trouble finding jobs in Burlington. Mm -hmm. Applied. Within, like, four hours, I got a reply back that they were interested. Um, I set up, like, a phone call or whatever, and they, after the phone call went really well, they, like, that day, they called me back, like, an hour later, and they're like, can you come in for, like, an in-person interview? It's always a good sign. And I was like, well, shit, I guess I'm gonna, like, potentially be moving back home because it felt good and it was happening so quick. Comes to find out, the person in my position now was put their two weeks in at the same time that I got let go, and they were like... Like, they need to
0: fill it fast. So when she
2: started the 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 department itself was still kind of, was still new and still kind of figuring itself out we're only uh, I think five year old company so it's still like it was still like figuring itself out and um, basically she started as uh, had no SEO background at all was like applying for like different positions and like well maybe you'll be good in this position um, and so by the time she had been there for a year and a half like she I have like thirty something clients. They were like, we can't just give this to anyone.
0: Wow!
2: Right? Like, we yeah. can't just like hire a, a, someone who has no idea what they're doing, right. and then have them do work on thirty clients. Like, they're gonna fuck it up. Right. So they were like freaking out, and literally within like two or three days of her telling them that she was leaving, they found like I applied. Wow! So it's just like that's crazy. Shit, yeah. just like whoop. Like <laughs> so perfect.
0: Yeah. yeah.
2: So it's just that's insane. Awesome. Yeah. I don't know. It's funny
0: how things work <laughs> out, yeah. Like, you, one door closes, and you're like, what the hell do I do now? Yeah. And then...
2: Sure but to enough, kind of bring that back to tattoos, which is really funny. I am <laughs>
0: yeah. on like, all these tangents. Because
3: I'm,
2: I'm, I'm, I'm living at home for the moment, because I, I just got... I got, like, thrown into, like, the wild, yeah. basically. Mm-hmm. And I was in Burlington. I was like, well, I can't stay here. I need to go home yeah. for the time being. Um, I'm saving a lot more money because I'm not paying rent, all this stuff. I'm but I'm thinking, you. like... I've been thinking about, like, tattoos, and I really want to do kind of, like, what you're similar to what you're doing, like, with meaningful tattoos, but I want to collage my arm, at least this arm to start, but, like, smaller pieces that are slightly spaced apart instead Mm -hmm. of, like, a big, like, mural, like, many different ones. Mm -hmm. Like a mosaic? Yeah, just a bunch of things that all have, like, very, like, sentimental meanings to me. Yeah.
0: I like small tattoos. That's why I got, like, the mini lion.
2: Plus, it's, like, more cost-efficient.
0: Definitely,
2: I can get like two to three for the same price as like one, one giant one. one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'll probably like multiple more than yeah. just the one big one. So
1: there's more it's variation really interesting. to it as well.
2: Yeah,
3: yeah. I'm just a. I only have of two memories. right now
2: of this DNA Is title. that gray?
0: Did they yeah, use? They, gray? Yeah, they use gray, white, and black. Yeah, they use gray for mine yeah. too.
2: I love. Like, I like gray. The difference, yeah. Mm-hmm. So this one's like DNA elegant. for uh, my brothers and I, um, from oldest, to youngest, Dave, Nick, Andy. Oh,
0: that's so and cool. the
2: three of us all got them on, like, different parts. Oh, that's and cool. then this is just, like, a cool, like, um, yeah, that's cool. mountain scene. I like, the, like, the geometry behind it and everything. Did you get so. them done
0: in Syracuse?
2: <clears throat> this one was done in Chicago, and this one was done in Albany. Oh,
0: nice.
2: Yeah. I'm actually trying to go back to this artist. He's in Denver now. I'm thinking of, like doing like a weekend just fly out like using frontier or something and go to a shop Mm -hmm. and get a new piece because he's like just like a really really good like yeah it's
0: good to stick to certain ones too yeah
2: because like they tend to be like the themes behind Mm -hmm. their art yeah Yeah, and
0: it's always nice to just know that they're you already know how they are so it's like exactly you know you'll get something good very cool yeah
1: so we're going on a lot of tangents. Yeah, uh, we are. This two and, is and a half this hours. One of, like a really good combo. Yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> hell yeah.
0: Um,
1: glad to have you here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm glad um, to be
0: here.
1: Uh, is there anything that you want to yeah, leave anything, us like last? Anything no. regards, we didn't hit on? Or? No, I think yeah,
0: we definitely did cool. on everything. It was fun. Yeah. Um, Very organic.
2: I want to ask this because you haven't asked us in the last few, but like this oh, is okay. like a question that Kyle likes to ask, <laughs> but I'm going to ask it now because I thought <laughs> of it. Switch it up. Yeah. Um, And we like to end it with this before we kind of sign things off. Um, And we'll plug your stuff after this. But um, what does it mean to you to be human?
0: Wow. Hmm. Um, I would just say you're given one shot at life. And what you do from the time you're born to the time you're gone is that's being a human. Like as much as you can do in that time, that. That is being human.
1: Make the most of it.
0: Yeah, definitely make the most of it. Mm-hmm. And there's, there's no there's potential in everything. Like there's no limits. So, everybody is gifted life, and it's what you do with it that makes that separates you from everybody else.
2: Very well said. Yeah. Um. Okay. So, before we sign off, why don't you plug? This is your chance to plug your Instagram, your <laughs> website, everything, anything that's coming up for you that you wanna like share with people. Yeah. Um, where they can find you basically, and then like any last thoughts or whatever All you want right, to share so with people.
0: Instagram, laced by underscore live, Twitter, uh laced by underscore live, and then laced by live.com, but I would say let's not do that actually because it's being reworked. And YouTube, Laced by live, So everything's just Laced by live. You can just type in Laced by live, L-I-V. You'll show up. Yeah. Yeah. And nothing, like, specific in the works right now, but I'm sure there will be at some point.
2: Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, cool. Well, thanks. Yeah. Thanks. thanks for, again, Thank like for I said, thanks for me. fucking <laughs> answering the DM. I, yeah. <laughs> the world the of DMing. DM. Yeah, <laughs> the hidden DMs. Yeah, this is great.
0: Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Awesome time. <laughs> Hell yeah. You should have told me to do that. Oh, I done shit. it.
2: Right, Three,
1: two, two, one. So there you have it. Thanks again for tuning in to Bindalism, a philosophy to self-sufficient lifestyle. Be sure to explore other episodes of Bindalism on our Spotify and Apple podcast. You can find more Boho Hobo stuff on Instagram and Twitter at boho underscore hobo underscore as well as on our Facebook page at boho hobo lifestyle. It'd also be dope if you could subscribe to our YouTube channel as well. Our YouTube channel has more episodes from Vindalism in video form, along with other random shenanigans that we're up to. We're constantly filming new experiences, so it's one way you guys can stay up to date with us in our journey. Before we get going
2: here, I just wanted to ask a little favor of everyone who's listening. We need more reviews. It's as simple as going down to the review section and picking a one through five stars and then leaving a little blurb about what you like or don't like about the podcast. Kyle and I really thrive on getting that feedback from the listeners. So the more feedback we get, the better the podcast can be. Last thing before we go, we have a uh, festival coming up on the first week of October. It is called Crafted 2. It's being run by Wildflowers Syracuse and Rail Line Syracuse. These are two really cool brands putting on some really dope events in the city of Syracuse. And we hopped along the train to get into this festival. It's gonna be a bunch of bands and over a hundred vendors, downtown Syracuse in Armory Square from the 5th and and 6th of October. And it's going to be a really dope event, so come check that out.
1: So yeah, I guess that's it for now. Until next time, peace.